0: We're we're doing it live, Graveyard Edition, like we do it every Graveyard evening, live draft news. Uh, we're going to kick off a, a bunch of this news and these players we need to discuss before we get into the live draft. The live draft begins in 9 minutes and 38 seconds. Uh, to get into the draft, you need to click this link right here. Uh, it is Underdog Fantasy Promo Code SMITTY. Click this link. If you could right now, get ready. Boom, there it is. I'm going to pin it in a second. The link's in the description of every video. Uh, Underdog will match up to $100 in your first deposit. So click that link and get ready to go. Um, We're going to discuss all these players right now. Javante Williams and why he's important to talk about tonight. Gibbs getting some work tonight. Caught an 18-yard pass. Swift looking, looking very, very good. Swift looked good. Pickens pulled in a touchdown. Dotson pulled in a touchdown. Uh, Kenneth Walker's back at practice. Uh, These two running backs we need to talk about a lot because values could be a climbing, and we need to discuss. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's
1: the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday
0: through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. What is going on, everybody? Thanks for joining me. This uh, video right here will be returning. Don't worry, I got the video recorded. I'm just tweaking some edits for part two of this part five series. Part one is already on my um, YouTube. Last like five or six videos. Look for the Bijan video. This is top five running backs. uh, Part one of five. So part two is Gibbs, and that drops probably tomorrow. Uh, hang tight on that one. We're getting into the draft in eight minutes, seven minutes and 58 seconds. So hit that link in the live chat and make sure you are, are all signed up on Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. And let's go ahead and get to uh, get to the news and discuss a lot of what uh, took place here in the, the preseason so far for some of these monsters, these fantasy football uh, moon Man. Look at this moon men list, by the way. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. Look at this list. This list is doing so well. Space says We are on a roll so far. I'm not saying God forbid any injuries happen. Look at the Mars men list. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars men. I couldn't be more thrilled about what we got going on. And spinning aimlessly in space. I mean this this Marsman list is absolutely phenomenal. Um, fields looking great today. Two touchdown passes and you know go watch my fields rant for all the people saying Smitty, Smitty, Fields through. Did you see he threw two short passes? and they they were touchdowns, but there were all the blocking. It was the offensive line. It's because it's preseason. Um, He didn't do any work. You know, you can't make up your mind, you Fields complainer, you. You can't. The Fields complainer out there is such a complaining Caleb that he one moment is ripping on the Bears and saying they don't have enough firepower. They don't have enough weaponry. They're not gonna be able to support Fields. It's not going to happen. It's a disaster waiting to happen. And then he gets weapons and people complain. Roger has been a YouTube member for 12 months. 12 months. And we got Double D back in the building, dropping double deuces in the building. Double D dropping a a, a, a 20 gifted membership.
2: Alert. Super chat alert. $20 Super Chat. 20 alert super chat alert
0: double d doing taxes while he's sitting there just just typing away double d i can't tell you how empty my heart and soul feels when you're not around during these graveyard shifts i'm just telling you you know you've been you've been uh kind of in and out lately and when you're not here we feel it we feel it the show is a lot lesser without you so thank you so much for all your generosity and just being here like just you being here um, makes me feel good pal so appreciate you we got some super chats in the building then we're getting to walker and javante we make we might go a little over time on on these discussions but double d dw is an absolute boss uh super chats trey dropping a ten dollar wad ten dollar hollers get moonshots baby the moon. Appreciate you, Trey. Trey says, what's Trey saying here? Trey says, uh, need some help. Full PPR, one QB, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, one flex. Am I taking Bijan? I think because it's two wide receiver, I would. I would take Bijan almost, you know, number one, really. Uh, People can laugh at you all they want. Um, Trade down if you can because I think he's pretty safe at three. You'll even get laughed at if you pick him at three, so trade down if you can. But in a two wide receiver, two running back, and a flex, you essentially can start three RBs, and our RBs are a lot more valuable. So I would go that route personally. Um, Full PPR, you're not crazy to go JJ or Jamar Chase. I got the 1.9. Thank you, Trey, for your super chat. I got... I got the 1.9. I'm not getting Bijan. Who are some of the uh, the three favorites that I can you can drop on me? Also, note Wilson is getting picked if I don't get him in the first. Wilson number one. Let's just throw him out there. Number two, well, Bijan, Garrett Wilson, St. Brown. I think it's it's very very unlikely St. Brown, Wilson, and, and, and Bijan are all gone. If they are, then you got some kind of like Kelsey option. I would say Bijan, Kelsey. Garrett Wilson, Saint Brown would be my order. That should fully take care of you there. Saint Brown to the ab- ab- absolute moon, moonshot for Saint Brown. Thank you, D.W. for dropping these, this massive wad on screen, guys. We got some, we got some stuff to discuss. What we've seen happen lately, um, the last week, the last couple days, we've seen these players pop off. We've seen Jahan Dotson pop off. We've seen George Pickens pop off, and yes, it's preseason. Yes, it's some of this stuff can be a little deceiving, but like I always tell you, when you you think something in advance and the data supports it, even if it's preseason, even if it's a 40 time, even if it's a combine, when you have stuff supporting evidence to what you already feel it's powerful information. When you just see something like a 40 time and you never like the player to begin with, that is the reverse, the faulty way of using the data. So when we see Pickens go out there and, and score a touchdown and look like a boss doing it, when we see Dotson catch an even more impressive touchdown pass, right around like the 10, 7-yard line, somewhere like that, and in between two defenders, he finds a way to turn his body and forces momentum into the end zone. He doesn't even get tackled. And it was just an unbelievable touchdown uh, reception by Jahan Dotson. You start seeing guys like Swift, who is a moon man, I might add. The moon man, dropping
3: loads in outer space.
0: Look at this man. Look at him. Look at him. Take a long, hard look. Space Moses. This man has been sitting on the moon man list all offseason. People have been ripping him apart. Oh, Swift, this, Swift that. He's never gonna get an opportunity. They're not gonna throw it to the to the RB, Smitty. They're not gonna throw it to him. Swift gets hurt. There's a reason Detroit didn't use him. Smitty, the, the Eagles traded for him because they, they want to do the exact same thing that the Detroit Lions did to him. These 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 negative Noahs that don't understand what's going on and why the team acquired him. They haven't been watching the practice reports. They haven't been watching the video clips. They haven't been absorbing all the off-season information that suggested that they got Swift involved in their offense from the jump. And when he's not running the ball, he's receiving the ball. And they're going to have designed plays for him. And they're going to throw to him a ton. They're going to make him a wide receiver. He could quite arguably be Jameer Gibbs-like in terms of his workload. In terms of being a wide receiver slash running back instead of a running back wide receiver but what was on display tonight by DeAndre Swift was uh, an absolute smooth operator session where Swift came out and that might be the the Swift animation we need the smooth operator dial that zero baby and call the operator because he's wearing number zero we just came up with it on the fly that is a beautiful, beautiful animation in the making right now. Swift, let's dial the, the, the number zero on the phone line and get a hold of the smooth operator. Swifty, wear number zero. Ridley, wear number zero. Zero's back, baby. The introduction of the, the jersey number zero is doing it live. And this guy, Swift, is going out there looking quite swift, I might say. Looking speedy. Nice little footwork. And this guy goes out and totes the rock twice. And what does Swifty come away with? 24 yards. 12 yards a pop. And he did amazing doing it. It wasn't a wide open lane. It was shiftiness. It was being elusive. It was using his momentum and his footwork and spinning and getting himself into, into certain pockets and, and, and rushing lanes that he normal running backs wouldn't have got a, got a chance to even develop or or see the play evolve to that point. Swift looked phenomenal in his two carries and also the entire drive a lot of stat sheet stevens are going to look at the stat sheet and go oh two carries huh you're getting excited about two preseason carries how about you open your eyes how about you watch an actual preseason game why don't you take a look at the fact that this guy was pretty much the sole running back on the opening drive and he was blocking he was running downfield. When there was a scramble play, he was trying to block for his quarterback who was sneaking it up the left side of the field. And Swift was making blocks and being very aggressive and involved in every aspect of this game. And when you see your running back looking out for your quarterback, especially on a scramble, and he's upfield blocking for him, on what looked like it wasn't exactly the most designed play, maybe part of it was, maybe it just looked... Like it wasn't designed, but it was. But Swift was getting work done protecting his quarterback. That's exactly what you want to see out of your running back, especially when you're concerned about workload. And we got a $20 hauler from Clinton dropping fire right in the in the nick of time. Look at this guy. Alert. Super chat alert. $20.
2: Super chat. alert
0: super chat alert um Avin says i got zero shares of swift that's a sad story that's a sad story Avin. that's a sad sad story my guy i got zero zero jersey number to sell you and it's a swift a swift jersey um santa claus coming to town early clinton thank you for for dropping the 20 dollar hauler 12 team ppr 10th pick six points per td pass is it better to load up um on wide receivers and running backs then take a cousins or two a late no clinton um i know you might be new to the content it seems or have been away for a little while um clinton i recognize you you're not new i think you just haven't been here for a while but you need to, what, what's the wrong, wrong button? The four horsemen. Look at him. Look at him. And what's great is you don't even have to draft Burrow in four. He's in five now. <laughs> that four horsemen, sick. Uh, Clinton, go watch on my main YouTube video uh, homepage, or my main YouTube homepage, there's a video row called The Best Four Picks in Fantasy Football 2023. And two of them are quarterbacks. Joe Burrow in round four-ish, five, six. It depends where you have to take them. Right now it's about six. The Injuries knocked him to six seven, but he's kind of climbing to five again. Probably five six. Uh, Fields is in four five six. It just depends. Probably more so four right now. After today, you might have to take him in three. To be honest, but these are the best four picks in 2023, and these videos explain why you need to stop thinking about waiting on a quarterback, because these are these are second round quarterbacks. These are second round quarterbacks, Clinton. Fields and Burrow, Fields and Burrow, second-round quarterbacks. Why are they second-round quarterbacks? Because they could be the number one scoring quarterback in Fantasy Football 2023, Clinton. And if you can get them around four or five, wherever they're going, you're putting yourself in a major advantageous position to win your league while other people are drafting second-round quarterbacks. Well, in the second round. And you're taking a second-round quarterback in round four or five because people don't know what time it is. I think there's a certain point where you start – you stop bargain shopping shopping at quarterback and you start looking at what what's right in front of you okay league winning potential so go watch those videos clinton that will definitely help you um that'll definitely help you thank you for your super your super chat 20 dollar holler clinton's a monster clinton to the moon clinton i appreciate you clinton to the moon to the moon okay so watch those two, watch all four videos, Clinton. They'll they'll enlighten you as to why I believe the way, what I believe in those four guys. But I think those four videos will really help you uh, understand the difference between a second round early quarterback and a fourth round early quarterback, and why it's so important to pounce on the fourth and fifth round th- uh, fields going three. Uh, Jason said Fields go, went 15 overall in the weeklies. <laughs> we'll find out tonight. But just don't be the guy to do it. Let's see if it happens. Swift. Two carries, twenty-four yards, twelve yards a pop. Again, the drive was super involved. Um, Gibbs had an eighteen-yard reception today, uh, and and you know didn't uh, let me pull pull some of these uh, numbers on screen here. Some of these, uh, Romeo Dobbs, everybody knows about that from yesterday, 22, 21 yards and a touchdown. Um, Christian Watson had two receptions for six yards, but he had a big play broken up and he had another play he was overthrown. Like if Watson had those two connected on it and don't blame Jordan Love on this. The, the one play was broken up. Very, very good breakup and good throw. The other one was an overthrow, but, but it's better to overthrow than, than throw an interception. So it wasn't like Love made a huge mistake. It was just a touch off. And, and if Christian Watson would have connected on those two with Jordan Love, we'd be looking at like 40 yards, maybe a touchdown, maybe 40, 50 yards and a touchdown. It, it just depends on what would have happened on that play if they connected. So understand what we're really looking at when we say Jordan Love through to Dobbs and Christian Watson had six yards. Christian Watson looked phenomenal. Jordan Love looked phenomenal. Seven of 10, 46 yards and a touchdown. Jordan Love was a beast. Um, so many you know, takeaways from this preseason. Um, Malik Cunningham is a guy to watch in New England. This guy's an absolute running machine. He ran five for 34 and one touchdown. The quarterback, uh, backup quarterback for the, the Patriots, the backup of the backup, three of four, 19 yards. Obviously, you know, uh, unsure what he can do on uh, through the air, but, you know, he, he had a good college resume and ran the ball as much as Lamar Jackson. He's a really, really good running quarterback. Very exciting for New England Patriot fans because now you have at least a shot. You have a guy, you have a dark horse candidate to could be something. He, could re- he really could be something. I, I feel really good about him in Dynasty. Pick him up in Dynasty right now. Tank Dell, five catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown, 24 long, eight targets. Eight targets is the major takeaway here. The fact that he's doing work like the entire beginning, first half, beginning of the game, with no matter what the quarterback was whether it was Stroud whether it was Davis Mills means that he's packaged and he's cemented into this thing and he's going to have an absolute wide receiver three four season and when you're in trouble in, in in week four who do you call when you're in trouble in week four who do you call Tank Dell, that's who you call. When you hit by mageddon and you've drafted so well, you've got just a plethora of wide receivers, but some of them are on buys and you're hurting. Who do you call? Tank Dell. He's like a he's like a one up. He's like a uh, an extra life. He's like an extra life in your fantasy football draft. Tank Dell to the absolute moon. This is a, a phenomenal uh week for us and our moon men. Absolute amazingness. Uh, This right here, par for the course. Um, McDaniel says that that Adams' leg injury isn't crazy serious, but let's be real. This is not something that you want to hear. You know, you don't want to hear, okay, it's not, you want to hear that he's fine. He's going to be fine. It's not crazy serious kind of implies to me that there's a shot he could be like maybe not ready for week one. We'll find out on that, okay? Hang tight, but Jimmy Garoppolo throwing hospital balls. Up to Devonte Adams, and that's how he got hurt with a pass over the middle. Jimmy Garoppolo is notorious for throwing hospital balls into the air, into the middle of the field, where his wide receivers are going to get hurt. Jameer Gibbs had six carries for 19 yards um, and eight and an 18-yard catch in his preseason debut against the Giants. This is good news. Probably won't raise his value too much, which is kind of better than if he had, I think, gone off because we still think he's gonna. Uh, this is a, that touching, that happy medium of watching a guy excel early like Travis and I talked about on the show the other night and then wanting him to go go nuts right away just to cement himself into week one you know what I mean you want Gibbs if Gibbs goes nuts then you know the team's like we're leaning on him in week one if he doesn't go nuts then you're wondering does he get a slow start so it's a happy medium wishing for a a mediocre preseason and also wishing for such a good preseason that it ends up uh, really helping you LaPorta was held without a catch in his preseason debut not a big concern you know it's 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 not like if, if a guy doesn't do anything, you can chalk it up to him becoming a bust. It's just nice to see validation, right? Baker Mayfield completed 8 of 9 for 63 and a touchdown. Look, may, maybe he ends up doing something good in Tampa Bay. Maybe this is one of those things I was wrong on. We'll find out. And if I am wrong on Baker, if he starts looking better and, and Evans starts looking better and Rashad White maybe starts looking better, maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneer team is is going to be one of my oopsies. I don't know. You know, I'm very open-minded about switching directions. You guys know me. The biggest thing about me is I'll change directions when I feel like I was wrong about something. And I think too many people dig their heels in. They get too worried about looking bad. If I'm wrong, if I did an oopsie, I have an oopsie and nailed it show that I didn't really do much last year that I should bring back. And hopefully Baker Mayfield in the Tampa Bay Buccaneer offense could be my oopsie. We'll find out. Um, that would be that would be phenomenal because there's a lot of good players on that, on that offense that... We need to do well, right? So Sam Howell completed 9 of 12 for 77 yards and a touchdown. Um, let's just say the, the Washington Commander offensive line let him get blitzed like like crazy. This guy's getting hit, running for his life, but he still looked he still looked really good. He still looked really good. So um hopefully they, they protect him better. A chain 10 carries for 25 yards, not the best yards per carry on the ground, but he caught all four of his targets for 41 yards in his preseason debut. We'll be live drafting here in a second. Sorry if I'm going a little over time here on, in terms of the updates. Joe Burrow uh, is progressing as he should. We've seen him running on the sidelines. We've, we've heard him throwing 50-yard missiles down the field. He's looking good. I know I got a couple Super Chats coming in. Hang tight. I'll get to those in just in one second. Justin Fields completed all three of his passing attempts for 129 yards and two touchdowns. And all the uh, Justin Fields haters out there are so pissed off he scored two touchdowns on three throws. All they do is complain about them being short passes and that he kind of underthrew them. The, the receiver caught it. The the running back and the receiver that caught those touchdown catches, there were screen passes or short dump-offs, right? And those short dump-off passes were such effective blocking schemes and plays that, yeah, Khalil Herbert took his into the end zone with doing a lot of wiggle by the way there's a lot of wiggle and cream Uh, Khalil Herbert um, uh, you know he's 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 partly to to, you got to give the credit to him for closing the play out but this blocking was amazing this offensive line was amazing and I told all of you that this offensive line was going to be so much better than people predicted because people were judging it off faulty data Everybody judging the Bears offensive line last year, it was faulty data. It was a faulty setup scenario where the offensive line was asked to block two, three, four, five seconds longer than they should have been while this guy's scrambling around for his life because there's no wide receivers. They're all injured and the wide receivers that weren't injured were like practically the janitor and the hot dog salesman on the field trying to find a, an open lane after running a horrible route and being done with the route and just fields scrambling around the field and throwing only 11 INTs while being there in that situation running for his life. And so people complain. Caleb says, oh yeah, yeah, there's no offensive line. Caleb says, uh, yeah, uh, there's no weapons. And so finally, we see this offense, this scheme, this coaching staff, this offensive line, the weaponry, Take two short dump-off plays to the house on three attempts. Fields throws the ball three times, two of which were were short dump-offs, big, long touchdown runs of over 50 yards, or reception of over 50 yards, uh, a run over, or uh, two receptions over 50 yards, one to the running back, Khalil Herbert, one to DJ Moore. And they are both short dump-offs. And what does the, the complaining Caleb, the worried William, the petrified Peter say? Oh, there were there were just three, there were two short passes. Fields didn't do anything. Fields didn't do anything. It wasn't him. It was the blocking. It was the it was the wide receiver. It was the running back. So let me get this straight. You complain over and over and over about Fields not having weapons, Fields not having offensive line, Fields not having blocking, and then when he finally gets it done, then what do you do? You complain about it again, and you find another reason to hate Justin Fields. So, so, so get over it. Get over it and get on board. We're taking away your Fields card. And I'm taking away every single one of your Bichon cards out there, you Fields haters. I'm taking away your Bijan cards right now. Your Bijan card has been revoked. And okay, so so Fields to the moon, Fields to the absolute moon. Double D dropping a 50 watt. I got a couple other super chats. Yeah, I'm getting to it. Double D. DW comes in this chat. I just I I love this man. I I love Double D. I love him. I love DW, the the man we call Double D. He's an absolute monster. I'm sorry. I do. I'm not ashamed to admit that DW is an absolute gem. And I don't know what we do without this guy in here. We're 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 doing karate in the garage later. We're gonna build the bunk beds, more room for activities. D.W. dropping in here and says, Smitty, first Yahoo draft of the season, 12-team PPR, three wide receivers, 1.1 is what he had. QB, T. Law, the Law Dog, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, fantastic quarterback stable, J.J., Garrett Wilson, Tony Jameson, running backs are Gibbs, Walker, Javante, Charbonnet, Pitts, this is an absolute Monster conglomerate. Are you sure this is a 12-man league, DW? This looks like a, a four-team league. A four. Not a fourteen. A four-team league. This looks like maybe five. Maybe they maybe there's four players and you, you convinced a fifth person to play. A fifth grandma to join your league. Gibson Walker, both top ten running backs, one of which could be top five. Garrett Wilson and JJ, both top five wide receivers, one of which could be number one. The other could be number three. Okay, Kadarius Toney, wild card, but I love him. Jameson Williams, wild card, but I love him. Javante Charbonnet, what more can you ask for out of this man, DW, dropping a straight wad on the screen on top of one of the best teams I I think you could assemble, bro. You hit it out of the park while you were probably doing taxes at the same time during your draft. DW to the moon.
2: Alert. Super chat alert. What? alert super chat
0: alert god dw is such a monster he really is he really is if if anybody doesn't know um how much this man has has been such a big part of this show already and he's he's relatively new unbelievable Giovanni says, time to send Deuce Vaughn to the moon. Let me put that right here because I got, I got my animation for Deuce Vaughn to play. All these Deuce Vaughn doubters out there. Uh, get ready to watch Deuce, Deuce Vaughn continue to be electric. What did, what did I tell you? What did I tell you about Deuce Vaughn? You know, I just I feel like we're hitting everything right now. I feel like we're hitting everything right now. Dawson with a super chat. Dawson, I don't see a question. I'll try and search and see if maybe you, you meant to attach it. Um... Let's see, where, where's my Deuce Vaughn animation here? Or my 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 scene, at least. Yeah, I called Deuce Vaughn on draft day. Do you remember when Deuce Vaughn got the call from his dad? Right after his dad called him, I called him. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going good. This is Smitty. My phone wasn't working. Looky here, man. You want to come to work with me on Sundays? I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mashed potatoes! Yeah, Smitty. He's too small. Smitty, he's 5'5". Name the last time a 5'5 running back ever succeeded in the NFL because I'm a closed-minded Caleb, and I'm closed-minded. And I don't think anybody can ever uh, succeed at a 5'5 frame because it's never been done. Because things aren't meant to be broken. There's, There's never meant to be somebody that's new or fresh or does something different, Smitty. What did I tell you? What did I tell you about this little Deuce Vaughn? This little deuce. He's like a little deuce on the field rolling around and you can't see where he is. He blends in. He's he's below everybody. He he if anybody remembers Quinton Griffin for the for the Denver Broncos, some of you are not old enough to understand some of you weren't even sharding in your pants yet when Quinton Griffin was running for the Denver Broncos. He reminds me of Quentin Griffin. And Avery says Smitty only replies to super chats. Not true. I just replied to you, Avery. The problem is I have over 500 messages so far, you know, 29, 28 minutes into the show, Avery. I can't get to everything and I'm in the middle of doing news, Avery. So I, I'm doing the best I can. There's only so many words that come, come out of my mouth at the same time, Avery. So I'm doing The best i can but yes super chats do jump ahead that's kind of the way it works when you have a almost 300 people in a a show you can't get to everything avery that's where the super chats are there but i appreciate you still and i'm i'm looking at i'm peeping at the chat i'm looking for great comments or comments like this that i need to address just to let you know how important you are avery but i can't get to everything is is basically what it's all about um Ethan, I'm in the middle of news thing. Put yourself on mute, and I'll come to you in a second, okay? Just put it right on mute. Don't mouth-breathe on the line or anything, and I'll come to you in one second. Uh, Giovanni, time to send Deuce to the to the moon. Absolutely, you bet your bottom dollar. Deuce Vaughn is going to be exciting, and he's a must-have handcuff to Tony Pollard. And Deuce Vaughn should be drafted in the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th round like Tank Dell. Tank Dell is now like in the 12th or 11th, but... Uh, uh, Dawson, I'm going to, I'm again, I'm going to try to find if you had another chat somewhere, uh, question. Um, Brian says 10 man, three keeper player per team, keeping AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, but can't decide between really Pollard or Brees Hall. I have the seventh pick. What should I do? Um, Pollard is going to be the hardest of the three to get back. You already have two monster wide receivers. I don't mind having three wide receivers. Uh, Pollard is the guy that you're going to have the toughest time getting back. You could probably redraft either Ridley or Brees. Their ADPs are lower, so I probably would roll with Pollard. However, it, it would be fun to go in a 10-man league to go Ridley, and then you could draft, like, Walker, Gibbs, Brees, like two of those guys, and and you could get, like, a Charbonnet, and then you would get, uh, like, a Pacheco or a Swift, and you'd be fine, but... I kind of like the balance of keeping Pollard, and I think he could be a top five running back this year, bro. So I'm going to go Pollard, man. Pollard for me, but it's a very good question. You can't go wrong between Ridley, Pollard, and Brees. Honestly, they're all so arguable. I would waver on that for like 10 minutes if I was on the clock, you know, making that draft selection, and all three of them were right there. So just to give you a little insight as to my, my... exactness on this I would waver on it I would sit there and waver for 10 straight minutes hey Smitty I traded my second thank you for the super chat hey Smitty I traded my second in six rounds so I have the seven and nine overall running backs are heavy premium who do I take and then who do I target after that I, I need to know who's on the board man it's-, it's hard to really give you an exact but I mean if Bijan's there you take him if CMC's there you take him if running backs are heavy then you got it you got to look at those things but it just depends on like what you can do with those um other picks like would Walker be there in the third round if it's running back heavy would Gibbs be there in the third round probably not I don't know if I would have traded up then I almost would have rather had you know like the seven um second and six so I have i traded up my second and sixth round so I have this seven and nine overall I, yeah I'd rather have Gibbs than you' know, like in round two. And a running back heavy. And a running back heavy, everybody. Understand what I'm saying. He's telling me that running backs are going to fly off the board. than to, to sit there and now force myself to take a guy I don't really like better than Jameer Gibbs. And you can't take Gibbs in the first round. You're almost crazy to take him in the second round. And I, I'd rather have him over like, you know, I, I'd probably go Barkley. Barkley, CMC and, uh, and Bijan, but if they're all gone, I'm not forcing Nick Chubb into round one. I'd rather just take Gibbs down below. I'd rather take Gibbs and Walker later on than force myself to go RBs in that top territory. So, I don't know. Um, okay, let's see here. I think, uh, let's see here. Cameron says, uh, who do I take And then who do I target after that? Who do I take? Hey, Smitty traded. Oh, I already got that one. Appreciate that. Okay. Vinny, appreciate you, Vinny. Uh, Detest. What's up, my guy? Cup scares you. He should scare you. He should scare you. He should scare you a lot. Um, Because Cup's injured right now. He's got two potential injuries that you got to worry about. Um, Okay. So, I think we're all caught up on the Super Chats. Thank you all for the Super Chats. Let me just go through these one more time. And uh, and let's see here. Dawson. Dawson with the Super. Double D dropping another $20 holler. Dawson says, Hey, Smitty. I've been loving your show all summer. I did my very first Underdog Fantasy Draft. Promo code Smitty, by the way. We're drafting here. Code Smitty at the bottom of the screen. It's also in the the let's see did i pin it yet i don't think i pinned it but here's the link right now i'm dropping it right now underdog fantasy promo code smitty we're drafting here in just a couple minutes here bear with me i'm sorry about the delay i said we draft in in 10 minutes and we're 34 minutes in actually you know what let's start the draft right now let's start the draft right now everybody click on the weekly winners weekly winners is where there's no super bowl or end of season prize i'm not going to click it yet It's just every single week is separate and and original and different than every other week. So week one has nothing to do with week two. Week 17 has nothing to do with the first 16 weeks. Every week, 20K goes to first place. Every single week. Every week, uh, 10K goes to second place and so on and so on and so on. Another weeks tied to the other weeks. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, One QB, two running backs, three wide receiver, one flex, one tight end, 10 bench players. Click the green button now on weekly winners. And if you don't get in, Uh, Just click this link now in the live chat and get in a draft alongside of us. I'm going to get in now because there's a little bit of a YouTube delay. Nine more to begin. I'll put the board up. Let me answer this question right here. Smitty, I've been loving your show all summer. Did my first underdog fantasy draft promo code. Smitty, thank you for doing that. 12-team best ball. Third pick, QB Burrow. I love it. Hall, Gibbs. Love the running backs. Jamar, Chase, Pickens, Dotson, and Kincaid. Love it, bro. Um, So your first rounder was Chase. Your second rounder was Hall. Hall. The third was Gibbs and then Burrow 4. It's like it seems like maybe you reach somewhere on one guy, which is okay. You, you got a bunch of monsters. Part of me wonders if you could if you did this draft over and over and over, part of me wonders if you could slip in a walker in in this in, in the mix of this, you know, altogether, or a Javante or a, a Pacheco or something like that on top of everything you have. Phenomenal start. That that's the formula, Dawson. Keep executing on it. And even if you're drafting a lot of the same players and you'll get different variants of it, some being much better and heavier looking than the one you have there. So keep trying it. Don't don't stray away from this formula. I believe if you get like 20, 30 variants of that or as many, you know, don't do more drafts than you can, you know, only spend what you can. Like, don't nobody should be ever uh, trying to spend anything they don't have. Um, That's what's great about underdog is. They're so cheap, you know. You can you can wait for the four dollar drafts, or if you 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 know you can you can front that kind of fifteen dollar entry fee. Then uh, Dawson, thank you for dropping that. Dawson dropped an, a super chat originally for four ninety nine, then dropped that question, and D W dropping yet another twenty dollar holler on screen.
2: Alert, super chat alert. $20
4: super chat.
0: love this man i love this man dw double d he says 300 plus but only 78 thumbs up let's do this hit the thumb up button the content is fire smitty works for us 24 7 that's right i work for you double d and you do an amazing job uh everything all your support's absolutely phenomenal and i just can't thank you enough double d this guy's sitting here doing taxes every single night i love it when Brees hall falls to the bottom of three that's kind of what i was telling uh uh, 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 Dawson, Dawson, right? Let's see who is that. Who is that that I was talking to about that? That was uh, yeah, Dawson. I was telling Dawson that Brees he might have taken in round two. So if he keeps applying that formula, Dawson, you might be able to to get yourself into a, a position where. Okay, I'm I'm on the clock. J.J. Eckler, McCaffrey, Chase, Bijan, Tyreek, Travis, Kelsey. Cooper Cup, no thank you, I'm not going near Cooper Cup, AJ Brown's interesting digs, I'm going to go Amon, I'm going Amon Ra, I can't, I can't not, I I got a big grin on my face when I do it too, I'm not ashamed of myself, I don't feel bad about myself, I don't feel like I'm making mistakes, I feel like Amon Ra St. Brown would know if I didn't take him and he'd write my name down in his notebook, you know what I'm saying? Smitty, pump the brakes on Jordan Love. Ricky, Bobby, you let me handle when to pump the brakes on a player or when not to. And I'm going to put the gas pedal down on Jordan Love. How's that? How you like them apples? Sacktown in the building. Appreciate you. Sacktown Nick Chubb, baby, says the test. Um, I think we're caught up on supers right now. Let me go back to the board view on this on this draft. After my Amara Rosso, it went Justin Jefferson... Eckler, McCaffrey, Jamar Chase, Bijan, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, I took Amon Ra, it went Cooper, Garrett Wilson, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, Jalen Hurts, okay, super chats are all caught up I believe, uh, Ethan, you're live on the fantasy football show, thank you for being patient bro, I forgot you were there, what's up? Smitty old buddy old pal, what's up? Uh, it looks
5: like we're not getting Khalil Herbert on the Chief late anymore. So I don't know. This preseason is kind of bringing me down because uh, at least it didn't ruin Gibbs, though.
0: Yeah, but we've been talking you know, about we talk about Cleo Herbert like almost once a night. So like you should have been you should have been scooping up as much as you could. You know, you should have been. Yeah,
5: well, I only do a one-two QB league. I don't do um I don't do any of the best ball. Uh, but yeah, I think Herbert um Herbert took a big hit. Because now they know he can do what he did last year, and that Look, he's the yeah, he's the yeah, one. but
0: but again, in best in best ball underdog fantasy, what we're doing right now, promo code Smitty, like you should have been you should have been scooping him up enough to where you're gonna you're gonna be able to reap the rewards of of a you know late rounder. But let's you know let's see where his ADP gets shuffled around to because dude, a lot of people don't watch the preseason. You know, a touchdown pass or a, a reception. It, it could affect him greatly. You know what would affect him more is the the coach coming out and saying he's our number one. That would affect him more than than a catch a touchdown catch in the preseason because you're still gonna have a lot of analysts out there. They're gonna be like, pump the brakes on it, pump the brakes on it. Like like the Jordan Love comment a minute ago. Like you're gonna have a lot of people saying that, and so I think it'll it'll stave off some of the. Uh, hold on one second. So, Jalen Hurts, 2.1. Double D dropping another 20 gifted memberships on the screen. One second.
2: Alert. Super chat alert. $20, super
0: $20, super. Double D just doing Double D type things in the chat. Jalen Hurts going 2.1. Nick Chubb, Stefan Diggs, Barkley. I took Tony Pollard. I got Amon and, and Tony Pollard. Mahomes, well, Josh Allen, Ridley, T. Higgins, Devonte Adams, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, Devonte Smith. So we'll see where this all goes, but yeah, you should already own a lot of Khalil Herbert, bro. I mean, we've been talk we talk about him like almost every night. At some point, somebody brings him up, and we're like, he should, you know, we want him to be on the movement list. He's gonna be a. a we got him on the the mid, the mid season monsters, bro. Look. Khalil Herbert, he was a moon man last year. He's on the midseason monster list, as is Zay Flowers and JSN, mid season monsters. What is that? What is a mid season monster, Smitty? It's a player that's gonna play at Moonman level potential by midseason. It's a way of saying this is a moon man, but he might not be a moon man right away. So Khalil Herbert, JSN Zay Flowers. Midseason monsters, those are the top three so far. Javante was on track to be a midseason monster until we put him back on the Moonman list, baby. The
3: Moonman dropping loads in outer space.
0: So he doesn't need to be a midseason monster. He's a week one monster. So uh, we'll see where he goes in this draft. But uh, J- Justin Fields went in the third round. <laughs> the third round. Who took him? I don't even know if that's our guy. That might just be a regular Joe taking him in the third round. Justin Fields has breached round three. And I think that's probably going to be on the regular. I don't know that you're getting Fields. He was in five. Bro, he was in five. He was he was a player that I continued to say, steal him away in five. Steal Burrow away in four, five, six. And now Fields went from being a fifth. Do, you, do, do people even understand how many leagues they could potentially win how many best ball opportunities they're gonna have to win tournaments? How many leagues they're gonna win potentially by getting fields in five for as long as we got fields in five? It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Welcome. Uh welcome to glory. All right, hold on. I, I've got a pretty balanced team here. I could go Brees here. I could go. I'm gonna go Brees here. Keep in mind we're doing weeklies, okay? So there's there's something to, uh, you know, taking a guy like Brees Hall who could have a slow start. You know, and I don't think he necessarily will, but if he does, I'm fine. I'm All the risk is baked in because this is a weeklies. I get care less about the season. This is how many weeks can I independently try and win? And if I win one, I get 20K. doesn't matter what I did in weeks 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, I could do crappy the entire season in week 17 if I'm the highest scoring player out of everybody playing this. In week 17, 20K to me. So that's how that's how it works. Um, we'll see who's here for me in this next pick. I got two picks in between. It went after my pick. It went Lamar, Andrews, Herbert, Kenneth Walker, Watson, Jerry Judy. And it's coming back around to your boy. Let me get on over to the... List here and and take a little peek at, at who's available. This is going to be a tough call here because there's still a lot of good guys left. But I got St. Brown, I got Tony Pollard, I got Brees Hall, and there's two picks up. Travis Etienne was one of the guys I was looking at. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, he'd be interesting in round four, to be honest, in weeklies because even if he starts off slow, this is weeklies. You don't care. Uh, with the options that are left on the board here, I'm going to go Joe Burrow and i don't care if that feels a little early the quarterbacks are flying off the board awfully quick dw i don't know if this is another gifted membership 20 or not or the original but i'm going to send you to the moon one more time for just being such an amazing person and such a great person to have in here sacktown's been a member for two months this is hey smitty uh who do you like better lance or purdy um to the moon i to be honest bro i don't know uh Part of me wants to see Lance out there because Purdy's looking pretty choppy and he's been throwing interceptions like crazy. And we also saw Purdy get figured out at the end of the year a little bit. People don't... They have foggy memories to it. He was so great coming in unprepared uh, and he came out and commanded the pocket and... And was able to check down and he was able to go through his progressions and hit and hit every receiver through the route trees and like extend plays. And that's what he did best of all. He extended a play so that Kittle could be involved so that they could throw to all the wide receivers instead of Jimmy being, you know, locked onto the first target and not going through the whole progression uh, tree at all with the wide receivers and, and and allowing the offense to really evolve and be multi-dimensional and have different layers to it. Purdy did do that. That was good. But the problem is Purdy may have gotten figured out, and he's also coming back from a UCL repair that is very, very, how should we say, uh not common in the NFL. And so we don't know how he's going to respond. Um, Here's the draft so far. After my burrow pick, when DK, Najee, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Mike Williams, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Ethan, what else you got? And The phone lines are open, by the way. Let well, me let me put that on the screen. Go
5: with, uh, you don't need to go with Brock Purdy or Trey Lance. You can go with uh, Sam Darnold because he's the next uh, Joe Montana. Yeah,
0: you know? acor- according to a lot of the, <laughs> the beat reporters, which is just so ridiculous. Uh, did you ridiculous. see um,
5: Anthony Richardson's uh, incomplete pass to Alec Pierce and that sidearm flick, the arm strength that guy has?
0: It, it, the arm strength is I mean, impressive, it, but – to be honest with you, bro, I I don't know. I just think there's too many there's too much like I like him a lot. I think he could develop Well not but,
5: for this year. Not for the Well I at mean, certain points like, like week weeklies he be, be like Big Ben in, in, we, in fifteen years.
0: Yeah, you know, weeklies will be, be interesting. In weeklies will be interesting, but I I don't know that I don't know that I feel like I could start him anytime soon in fantasy and a lot of people are like leaning that way. Maybe his INT today and his lack of effectiveness today might scare some people up. But we still have a lot of time. Like, we can't judge him in, you know, one preseason game. But there aren't a lot of weapons there. And with JT not in the in the fold right now, like, there's there's nothing for him to lean on. So, like, we can't expect the world from him. All right, hang tight, Ethan. Uh, Travis, you're live. What's yep. up, man?
6: Hey,
0: what's up, Sam? What's up?
6: Um, I don't know if you can do it right now, but there was, like, Four or five people asking if you could
0: throw the uh, Moon men up real quick. Uh, yeah. Let
6: me, I don't think they were here earlier.
0: Yeah, let me make my pick real quick, and then I'll, I'll toss it up. Uh, kind of a tough call All here. Right, cool. I've got uh, Burrow, Pollard, Brees Hall, Alma, Ra. Man, this is a this is a really, really tough call here. Wide receiver, I mean, I, I don't want to get like caught behind. On the wide receiver front, but um, jeez, you know I, I uh, i want to go Javante. <laughs> it's a little a little not not that early, but a little early on Javante. I think he's more of a six round guy. But we're in Snipe City right here, and I've got Am- Amara, I got Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Joe Burrow. Actually, let me click on my team my team view. Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Javante, Joe Burrow, Amara, St. Brown. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Moonman list is right here. The Moonman dropping loads in outer space. Uh, this list is amazing. Javante, Tank Dell down in the corner. Space Uh Are you be- disappointed,
5: though, that two years in a row, Javante never truly overtook Melvin
0: Gordon and was the sole guy like James Conner? Am I disappointed? Hold, was- on, hold on one second as you're interrup- interrupting my Moonman uh, introduction oh, sorry. here. <laughs> Bijan, Gibbs, Pollard, Brees Hall, Swift, Pacheco, and Cuffs. So you, won't, you need that McKinnon, but you might need to keep an eye on Prince. Walker, Charbonnet, uh, Wilson, Olave, Watson, London, Pickens, Dotson, Ridley, Dell, Javante, T Law, Fields, Chiga, Conquo, and Kincaid. And then, of course, the Mars men list is even better.
3: He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars men.
0: Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly. But to answer your question, he did not not overtake Melvin Gordon. He got injured. He tore his ACL. Melvin Gordon was released. There was no, like, not taking over Melvin Gordon's job. In fact, Hackett was begging for one running back to be the sole contributor in in between the tackles. So when people say they're scared that Hackett's going to potentially, you know, ruin Brees Hall or something, that's not the case because he 100% was trying to – Oh, I could take J. I could take J.S.N. right here.
6: In the year before that, Devontae was a rookie, so he kind of had to work his way in. So, and he he was. I think he was leading the league in like
0: broken tackles or close to it, even part, going part. No, he you know, yeah, he was like he was you know. the number one like broken tackle running. But back then in the
5: Melvin National. Gordon would put up a sixty-yard run, and, it, and then it would be like, nope. He's but not what's your going point? Away. What's your What's Remember? your
0: point though? What's your point though? Negative, Ethan. That. That he, as a rookie, didn't well, grab the job, and then as a, a sophomore, tore his ACL. He did not not overtake Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon was released. So am I disappointed he tore is, his ACL in his second season? To of to course like I'm disappointed James he tore his Connor ACL. Over usage. What? We want him to
5: get, like, James Connery usage where they're literally cutting Well, well give him a chance. He did, keep, give him a know. chance.
0: He's only played a year in, in a couple games. So, what are you talking about? He tore his ACL. He was on his way. Like like if you if he didn't tear his ACL bro, literally that next week, or that that exact game he was about to be unleashed man. So no, I'm not disappointed. It was that, bad timing. I will say that. Yeah, of course because, it was. You know. You know. But but we can't <laughs> we can't talk about um. I took JSN here because it's weeklies. I love I love Pickens. I was very torn between Pickens and JSN and. Honestly, I'd take Pickens in normal drafts, but in the weeklies, I thought, you know what, JSN's going to have those huge weeks. I know he's going to. I think Pickens will be more consistent and score maybe more points on the year, but in the weeklies contest here, Javante's slow start, that's fine, because all i got to do is win one week, and I win 20K. That's this contest. This contest has nothing to do with a season-long victory. It is every single week is an individual league. You're drafting one time, though, for that entire series, right? So in week one, 20K to first place, 10K to second, uh, third place gets nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, all the way down. And then in week two, it starts over. There's no week one. There's no week three. There's no week five. It's just week two. Who scores more points? Guess what? 20K, first place. So this particular build is interesting to me because I'm taking guys that I believe even if they, they, they take a little while to get going, JSN's going to eventually be the number one wide receiver in Seattle. That's just how I feel. I think he's going to be the number one wide receiver. Then you got uh, uh, you got Javante. I think he's going to eventually be, if not in week one, an absolute monster down the stretch. Brees Hall, same thing. Both coming back from ACL tears. Tony Pollard, um, I think he's going to have huge games. Joe Burrow, feeling really confident with this, this weekly squad so far. And now we approach... Um, a territory where uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get sniped hardcore on a lot of the guys that are ranked really low down there but this is you know like-minded individuals coming in for for the kill on some of these guys so I might not get some of the players I, I want um Zay, Zay Flowers is tempting here um Rashad White Alvin Kamara is tempting here Evan Ingram's tempting here um Jahan Dotson is probably the guy I would have taken, but of course, again, we're in, he's like seven, eight, nine players down, and he still goes, so that's just the nature of drafting with all these amazing uh, like-minded individuals here. Who am I going to take here? Who am I going to take? <sighs> probably going to say because I, I just need some big games, I'm going to go Kamara, and even though I have four RBs and I really only start two in a flex, Um, Did somebody drop another? Did Double D drop another twenty? Did Double D drop another twenty, or is that still going from Double D's other one? Either way, Double D's getting a moonshot. I I can't even tell if that's if that's a new one or not. But Double D's an absolute monster. DW, appreciate you. What do you guys think of this team so far? Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, Javante Camara, Amon-Ra JSN. You like it? As long as you can pick.
6: As long as you can pick up some uh, wide receivers, you're in good shape. Yeah. I think you can. There's there's quite a few, uh, especially with the weekly things. Yeah. a Few wide receivers you can strategize there. Um, I was actually one of the things I was actually going to ask about kind of goes off of what um who, who, who who's the other caller right now?
0: Uh, we got Roger on hold who hasn't talked yet in, in negative Ethan.
6: Oh, yeah, negative Ethan. <laughs> He's going. kind of going off what he was saying. Um, um, people are, and even even myself, you know, you worry that ADP falls too much with some guys. And I, I know we're talking about millions of people on every platform and stuff, but with guys like Gervonta and Fields or anyone on the Bears, Herbert even, and, you know, different players you see that kind of pop off, it seems like almost none of the haters, you know, maybe if they keep doing it, they'll change, but. None of the haters are willing to even change. Now I don't know if maybe secretly they do in their drafts or something, and it changes ADP a ton. But you know, so, some of these guys, they, their ADP will change, but it may not drop quite as far as some people say.
0: Yeah, I don't know why it's, mm-hmm. the double the double down the double down. Donnie's just like, bro. I I posted. I'm sure you saw my Instagram. Everybody that that follows me on Instagram, make sure you do if you don't, because I post a lot of good content on there. And and I posted three Justin Fields videos and content on Justin Fields today. I posted one on a, a Plus for guys, but but the negativity and the doubling down taking place inside my comments is absolutely jaw droppingly shocking and unbelievable. Like it's it's like twenty five percent, maybe thirty percent. I'm guessing, yeah. I don't know for sure, negative like are you kidding me? He caught he threw three passes, two of which were very short underthrown footballs and you think he's good when those same people all they complained about all offseason was that he didn't have weapons or a good scheme or a good blocking or a good offensive line. Now that he gets both in, in two exact near identical plays where he dumped off to the to the running back and the wide receiver and they scored a touchdown on a long like fifty plus yard play on each on each occasion. Now now it's not fields, it's just the offense. Like, do you say when when Mahomes throws a little dump off uh, to Kelsey and Kelsey takes it all the way downfield and, and manhandles four or five defenders, and it was like a seven-yard pass, a delayed pass to Kelsey after he breaks off a blocking assignment, and he takes it all the way downfield. Does someone come in and say, oh, that wasn't Mahomes? It's just it's just stupidity, really. It's stupidity.
6: <laughs> I, feel, I feel like a lot of them too. just, just see, see the highlight and just react to that. Like they, you know. I know everyone – I wasn't watching all the games or anything, and everyone's not watching all the games, so they see the highlight and they kind to go, "Oh crap! I didn't want
0: that to happen," and just react to it too, you know. It's it's just ridiculous. <laughs> all right, hang, hang tight, real quick, gentlemen. I got It was crazy. Yeah, it was. D. W. Dropping wads all over the place. Thank you, D. W. For dropping that twenty. I can't even tell how many he's done. I gotta have to. I'm gonna have to search at the end of it, and he keep. I think he keeps dropping them because they won't stop, and, and it's unbelievable. I gotta say. I'm going to, let me, let me, I got to push this out of the way and get these real quick and then I'll put it right back up. Amon Ra, St. Brown or Garrett Wilson in round two? I'd probably say, look, I went Amon Ra over Garrett Wilson in this draft, but I would do the opposite the next draft. So this is preference, man. I mean, honestly, I could go back and forth. In one draft, I'd take one and in the other draft, I'd take the other. They're both, they're both top 10 overall players to me. So you're getting either one in this, in this, in the second round is crazy. Uh, What's the end date? and cost for the 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 sway line what oh sway what's what's the end date and cost for the sway line what are we talking about here sway is my is the bird that's my favorite like is my is my number one fan but what are we talking about here exactly grizzly because i'm not following what you're asking but i love sway i love sway and his papa man these guys are unbelievable uh thank you thank you both man i don't know what i'm gonna do here at this pick What's going on, Smitty? What's up, bro? Who's this? Is this... Uh, What's going on, man? It's is Roger. This, Roger. What's up? I'm sorry about the weight, Roger.
7: No, no, man. You're good. Hey, I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit. Um, you know, I just seem... I'm doing a lot of mock drafting. I'm in like a 12-half point uh, keeper league, and I got Ramon Stevenson in the six. So it's like a good base, but I see... A lot of people are going, a lot of pass catchers heavy. I mean, and I'm thinking that that is the way to go. I'm saying pass catchers because I'm picking in sixth spot. So I'm always trying to get one of those like four or five top like receivers. Or if Kelsey's there, I'm thinking of getting him. But then I keep getting a couple of guys that keep falling to me. And I just wanted to know what you thought their value was in the rounds that they're going in. Uh, You know, I don't really hear you talk too much about, like, what do you think of is Lamar a decent value in the third? Um, And then maybe going back up over there, if you build up that roster with a good amount of pass catchers early on uh, and maybe get another running back in there in between. I've been reaching a little bit on Darren Waller in the fifth just because, you know, it's kind of the same as me pulling the trigger on him in the sixth you got that six round pick already uh taken but what I, do you think of yeah those i mean guys? let me just
0: stop you there and just say that these are all a bunch of cemented in like conversations that that quite honestly it's all flow you can't you can't have like set plans but in general generally speaking i don't disagree with some of the things you're saying but lamar jackson in three i'd, I'd never take uh i just i worry about his pcl i worry about changing offense i worry about a lot of things but I, I don't hate him. Gotcha. I just don't think he I don't think he's mm-hmm. in my opinion worth a third rounder when Justin Fields has been going in five the entire offseason. We've been scooping him up left and right. And now he might climb into that territory. And um I think uh I think I still I, I definitely take Fields over Lamar. I mean he's my he's one of my top uh Whoa whoops, wrong button. He's one of my top no, I picks.
7: would agree with you 100%. Only thing is Fields is, like, not on the board, let's say, there. Okay. You know, he, he's kind of kept up in that. Well, Bur- is Burrow there? Because I'd average. rather
0: Burrow. Is Burrow there? No, sir. T-Law, where's T-Law going to be? Round four or five? T-Law,
7: T-Law, I think, I think might be there.
0: Yeah, I'd rather just wait around a round or two and take T-Law. I just think, Lamar, you're missing out on, like, the Gibbs territory and the, the Alave could fall territory there's just there's no way I'm taking Lamar in that that third round there, but in general what you're saying there's nothing wrong with it but I, I, I you know I'm not forcing a pass catcher. I'm drafting the best player available that can hit the biggest home run from their their adp every single time I'm on the clock whether it's reaching for a player that can explode from their adp or drafting a player that's you know right about right um I'll take I'll take I'd rather have Gibbs all day long. Than some of the running backs you're taking in that second round, and so I'd rather wait if he could fall. I don't know if he'll fall. Um, r- real quickly, Fields gonna break records. Thank you, Last Action Hero. Appreciate that, and I do think he's gonna be absolutely bonkers this year. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Chester Fool says Bijan or Digs. You can rank Garrett Wilson, Saint Brown, Adams. Uh, it's Ga- Garrett Wilson and Saint Brown are tied, and then Adams is like. The, a whole round or, f- or more past those guys because of his situation. Like, his situation is not good. And he's injured, and his quarterback is throwing hospital balls to him, which, you know, we predicted was going to get him hurt. He's already hurt from it. He's already hurt from that. I, I We talked about him getting hurt because of Jimmy. Like, literally daily. And Jimmy just got him hurt. So, he's not even close to Garrett Wilson and St. Brown. They're tied though, but Bijan's ahead of both those guys. Bijan's my number one overall player if it's a if it's a running back heavy draft. So thank you Chester Chesterful for dropping that Bijan Robinson yep. to the absolute. looks like
5: David Boston? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, Jack, yeah. Uh, hey, just uh, just D- emailed a p-
0: ten more. Huh? Double D, Jeez Double D. D W ten more to the moon. He's, uh, he's up to seventy. D W, you might be breaking records tonight. tonight. I don't know. <laughs> i don't know um uh by the way the phone lines are, are dedicated i don't know if dw seen this but the phone lines are dedicated to both dw and tmt tmt actually matched you that one night and and uh, the top super chatter in a single live stream so far this month and i, I think there was somebody higher but i it, you know since we started it call into the show call, call, call into the show Time out here. Hold on, hold on, gentlemen. Just wait one second for me. Uh... Okay. All right, I was going to time out. Uh, just email you a picture if you're interested. I have a Kurt Warner Cardinals uh, Super Bowl three foot fathead type of cutout in great shape. I'd love to donate to the show. I'm out here in Phoenix as well. I didn't know that boy. You were in Phoenix, bro. Um, that's awesome. I'll I'll take a look at it. Appreciate you dropping the ten dollar holler. All ten dollar holler to the moon. moon shop. But that's 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 really cool of you. I mean, maybe when we do a, like a local event, you bring that. And I, I mean, I don't I don't need to sign it. I'm not I'm not you know I'm not you know a Kardashian or something i know that some people don't necessarily want, you know, my my autograph on something. <laughs> but i do get asked to do that at a event. So like maybe maybe we sign it, we put like a 2020, 2024 moonman prediction on it or something and then we give it away to somebody at the event or something which would be awesome. So that boy, uh i'm going to i'm going to send you a li- uh actually also email me your Instagram name and i want to put you in the Arizona chat group. Maybe you're already in it. You might already be in the Arizona chat group. I got a chat group on on IG. So whenever I do local stuff. DW.
6: What? DW just dropped dropped 50 more.
5: (sighs) Alert. Alert. Panic mode
2: initiated. Alert. Super chat alert.
0: unbelievable and i'm on the clock but i don't care because i gotta i gotta get up and toss some some uh bling bling around i can't believe dw just doing he's just going wild 120 gifts 120 gifts tonight so far he's just going wild in the chat i really got screwed at tight end because i waited too long um i'm gonna go taste some hill i guess so my my team i usually do this as the live stream goes along i usually start like kind of losing track and and maybe not drafting quite as, <laughs> as sharply because I'm trying to man phone lines and all that. No excuses. It is what it is. Uh, but Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, same bye week, but I don't care because it's weeklies. Pollard, Brees Hall, Javante Kamara, Tyler Algier, Amara Ross St. Brown, JSN, Jamison Williams, Zay Jones, and Taysom Hill. Uh, The reason I love this squad so much is because D.W., you're a monster, by the way. Thank you so much. The reason I love this squad so much is because I don't need everybody to fire off every week. I just need one week for all these guys to come together for a chance at that 20K. So, um, Anyway, uh, what what else else we got? What else we got? Um, Let's see. Who's on the line? Steve-O, you're live. Steve-O.
7: Hey, Smitty. What's going on? What's up, pal? Just got one question for you. Like, you haven't came out and said this, but this is just, I've noticed this on a few different streams. Why don't you like Addison? I, I never see you pick Addison. I see you pass on this guy like 9.5 of 10 times.
0: I just want to know why. Um, I mean, I, I it's not that I don't like him. His, his ADP is not right for me. But, but it's not, like, horrible either. It's not like I, I look at him and I say, maybe I'll draft him here, maybe. But I just like Pickens more. I like JSN more. I like um, a lot of those players that are right there a lot more. It doesn't mean that I hate Addison. It just means Addison climbed about 10 or 12 picks too high for me to love his value. I think, look, I don't I don't absolutely love um, that situation as much as some people. It doesn't mean I don't like it. it doesn't mean it's not a good situation, but... I just have some questions about Cousins, you know, and, and how this this team wants to potentially move on from him. And so that just concerns me. Whenever there's like a, almost like your unwanted type of uh, environment, it can affect you. Uh, you know, there there's a lot of data on Kirk Cousins being bad in this situation and never doing well in this situation. And there's just a lot of reason to believe that maybe not that he's going to have a bad year. Maybe it won't be as good as it was last year, and if that's the case, Dalvin Cook's out of the equation. Let's see if Madison stays healthy. Um, there's a lot of mouths to feed. He might not even be the—he might be the third option on the team, essentially, because you got—you got a really good tight end and the number one, you know, potential wide receiver, or at least number one, number two potential wide receiver in the NFL. And so you got to have Cousins firing off. Like for sure, in order to get the volume there. And you've got you got KJ Osborne listed ahead of him and you could say, Oh, well, you said the same thing about Bijan and it didn't matter. Well, it's a little different. You know, it's a little different because KJ Osborne probably will be ahead of him initially. I'm not saying he won't climb into that spot eventually during the season, but there's just a it's it's just gonna be a slow progression for him. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be something where I think Addison blows up for x number of weeks in a row and is an absolute monster from the jump you know what i'm saying
1: oh 100
7: no and that's a good point you made about hawkinson too personally i love hawkinson i think he's an absolute dog but uh no i i appreciate that i uh, that, that totally makes sense if there's guys that you like more that's totally uh fair. yeah respect that. it's never pre-
0: like you, it. you never hear any addison hate from me like i'm never saying he's a bust you'll never hear me yes. say he's a bust Oh, I like, him. I like no, him a I just, lot.
7: I, I just noticed you, you, you never draft. them like an like underdog. You're always passing on. So that's why I wanted to ask. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a Appreciate good question.
0: It's a good question. I rarely ever take him. I re- and it's not that I don't like him. I just rarely ever take him. There's too many players I like a little bit more. So that's Fair just. Fair always beating right past them. You know, right, right past them. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Because we're the, play- the players that are there. Smitty, should I, I overdraft players Ross like... I in my head. <laughs> should I overdraft players like Wilson? Bobby wants to know, should he overdraft players like Wilson in round one, Gibbs in round two? Don't draft Gibbs in round two and, until he gets there, bro. So Bobby, no, you, you shouldn't be... No one should be drafting Gibbs in round two. He's not going in round two. Like, wait for that. When he gets there, I'll be the only analyst telling you to smash it when he gets there. But you're... This is impatient of you, Bobby. This is impatient of you. Uh, Oh, keepers... If there's keepers involved, and it changes it, Bobby, I guess. I'd you know, i I'd have to know the details, but overdraft, I'm not scared to overdraft anybody. I'm not. If I believe in them, I'm not going to overdraft Christian McCaffrey because I think he could get hurt. I'm not going to overdraft Derrick Henry because I think he could get hurt. Eckler, I think he could get hurt. I'm not going to overdraft Javante because he is coming back from an ACL tear. I'm not going to overdraft Brees Hall because he's coming back from an ACL tear, but I'm going to have a lot of shares of them because I believe in their recovery. So... I'm super into those players. Gibbs, I'll overdraft every single time. Bijan, I'll overdraft every single time if I've got to. Garrett Wilson, St. Brown. I'm all in, bro. I'm all in. And it's okay. If it doesn't work out, guess what? We'll have weapons waiting in the wings. You know, like we did last year. I mean, we had weapons for days sitting there. Walker, Pierce. We had people dropping Walker. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's absolute madness. Like, why people were dropping Walker was beyond me. Let's see here. I, 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 I'm i really reaching and drawing. Uh, I'm, I'm almost timing out, so I just got to take guys. Dynasty round two all day. I just took Musgrave way earlier than I needed to, but I was going to time out, and I needed a backup tight end. So I, I just grabbed one because I'm not always happy necessarily with what fell to me. I got Taysom Hill and <laughs> Luke Musgrave. But I got Amon Ra, JSN, Jamison Williams, Zay Jones, Curtis Samuel, uh, Tony Pollard, Brees Hall, James, uh, Javante Williams, Alvin Kamara, uh, Joe Burrow, and uh, Izzy's dropping a a $10 holler. Appreciate you, Izzy. Izzy says, how do you feel about Hurts and the Slim Reaper stack? Keep up. Phenomenal insight. Thank you, Izzy. I like it a lot if you're getting Hurts uh, in round two and Devontae Smith in the three. You're not going to get him in a four, but if you got him in a four, that'd be a- amazing. But to get those guys without touching your first round pick, then I'm okay with it, but you can't take Devonte Smith in round two. It's too early. Just like T Higgins is too early in round two. Um, That's how I feel about, about those guys, but I do love them. Um, I guess I find myself taking Ridley before Devonte Smith. I find myself taking Gibbs before I take Devonte Smith. So Devonte Smith isn't like a third round lock to me. You know what I'm saying? Jason says I sniped Musgrave from him. I'm sorry, bro. I didn't know. I I had to because I I don't have a good tight end. Like I like Taysom Hill, especially in weeklies because he could have that 40-point game. And he he really, in weeklies, could be a league winner. But I don't want him to be my sole tight end every week because I might have the best blow-up week ever and Taysom Hill drops a dud and I lose it because I have no tight end. So I had to take somebody and I like Musgrave a lot. Travis likes Pierce. Uh, Travis is on the line here. Travis, talk about Pierce. Go ahead. I like him a lot too. He's catching balls to I, it and in practice.
6: Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty big guy. He looks good as a rookie, and I mean, since he's young, he probably you know probably you know him and uh, was it Josh Downs? Those younger guys probably will work out well with uh, Richardson because they're all coming in, at, you know, at the same time. He's got a little bit of a head start, but um, you know, big guy, he goes down the sidelines well and gets the ball, and he can do a few different things. So, I. I I thought he showed up pretty good last year, especially considering the quarterback play wasn't all that great.
0: Yeah, I hear you, bro. Uh, you took Burrow uh, from watching... from me too, says Jason. Sorry, Jason. Go ahead. Who was talking? Was that, that Roger or Steve O?
5: I was watching Pierce's combine with Algier, and they're kind of the same guy. It was like four six. I mean, I I think he could be a thousand yard rusher, and but. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't see the
6: explosion oh,
5: there, though. The well, 30 but yard, one, the thirty but yard the guy,
6: runs. The guy in the chat was that I was answering was talking about Alec Pierce. Oh, Alec Pierce. Alex it? Was a, oh yeah. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. The test was talking about Alex Pierce.
0: Yeah, I thought I first I, uh, I first started talking about Damian Pierce, but let me step in and, and defend Damian because I love Damian Pierce. I think in sixth round he's a fantastic pick. Damian Pierce is catching passes. They didn't give it. You got to remember, rookie running backs don't get as involved in the PPR game often. You know, and and B. John's going to be different. Gibbs is going to be different, partly because they're different players than, than everybody else. They're just special. But secondly, the offenses need them to. And so they're going to be fast-tracked along and become very, very potent ppr immediate ppr threats and monsters and they're going to change the game gibbs and Bijan are going to change the running back uh uh landscape they got all these people complaining about how running backs are underpaid and they are they are but the market's the market and you can't force a team until the contracts are shortened you can't force a team to to pay for an rb but what you can do is as an rb get drafted in the top 12 get drafted in the top 10 Both Gibbs and Bijan are top 12 overall picks. One is a top 10 overall pick. And they can go out and be absolute weapons for their team. And if they do that, they're going to have a hand in changing the landscape. And so that's how I feel about that. I don't want to hear that the running back is going away. It's dying. It's dead, Smitty. It's not going to be around. It's going to be fine. Now, Damian Pierce, the the point you made about Damian Pierce being equal to, to Algier, I made this point like eight nights in a row talking about this, that Algier, Pierce could be replaced as quickly as Algier was replaced. Because if Algier didn't have Bijan come in, we'd have Algier and Pierce neck and neck in the sixth round. People would be talking about Algier as a breakout, and we love Algier. We loved Algier, but he doesn't hold a candle to Bijan. It's a whole different level. But in that, that, if, if Pierce has a really good season, they won't be looking to replace him. And if they don't replace him and he has a great year, he could be a staple at the running back position and become a very, very like consistent you know, two, three-turn type of player in, in fantasy football. But if he gets injured, then he's easily replaceable. So from a dynasty perspective, I'd be worried about him a little bit more than I would in a redraft because he has to deliver because he doesn't really hold the draft capital or or the, I don't know, the security... You know the safe, the the cemented in you know value that that makes him like a guy that cannot be replaced or you know we're just we can't we got Damian Pierce. Look at Algier. So that's kind of how I feel about him. But I love Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce could be a a top. He could be a high end running back too this year. He could be a, an absolute high end running back too. Hold on, guys. I'm gonna time out here. Ah. I just had to grab somebody, and I, since I need another tight end, because I kind of botched tight end in this draft, I just grabbed the top guy. I'm like, knocks. Maybe he gets seven touchdowns, or maybe he gets a touchdown the week I need him to, to do something. So uh, 253 people in here, says Terry Roberts, and, and uh, only 110 thumbs up, so punch that thumb up button. Help the channel out. Appreciate you, Terry, for being in here moderating. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Sick Nasty. Thank you, all my mods. Uh, Blackbeard, I don't know if you're in here. Appreciate you all. Let me go over to negative Ethan real quick. Are we, I think we named you Ethan the uh, Ethan the negative.
5: Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I was watching. Um, what do you think of Doctor Morse? He was talking about you. You mentioned Lamar's PCL. He mentioned him and uh, the uh, Kyle Pitts with the PCL injuries. What do you think of uh, Doctor Morse?
0: Well, I mean, I I do my own medical stuff on here, bro, so I I don't really concern myself too much with other people. But I'd say that uh, you know Javante uh, uh, Lamar's PCL is is concerning um, because he had a two three grade tear, and it it was almost so bad that he needed surgery. And I don't know if you know on on ACLs, but and, and PCLs. But when you have in the back of the knee, you have the, the PCL and the ACL, uh, and they're both responsible for different things, but similar in concept that the knee doesn't go forward. Like when you when you have somebody sit on a table to test their, if their ACL is torn, they sit on a table like this, right? You put your hand behind their knee and you pull forward. And if you have a lot of lax and the, the joint like goes, then you know the ACL is probably gone. And so those two keep it from going you know, dropping off the shelf, so to speak, and it keeps it really tight. And if it's tight, then the MCL and the LCL aren't, aren't, uh, susceptible to being torn. So whenever you have a torn PCL or an ACL, you either, you either tear it like this, here's the ACL or the PCL, you either tear it like this, but it doesn't snap. And it's so like, there's so much lax there that it doesn't do anything. It's like a stretched out rubber band. It has no use whatsoever. So sometimes you have to go in and cut it out and you know take it out. And then they drill in a new, uh, like in the case of the ACL, they cut out a window in the patellar tendon. They take that piece, they drill a hole, drill a hole, shove it in there, put some screws in there and tighten it up. And then it, it's, a, it's an actual part of your patellar tendon, not a ligament. It has to die and turn into a ligament essentially which is part of that that recovery process and why you can't go running for a while you're on crutches because it's dying and turning into a ligament and and so in the case of the pcl this guy had a torn pcl to the point where it didn't rip it wasn't a three he didn't he didn't completely tear it but it was so bad that it was borderline two three so my question would be and we're never going to know everyone could speculate they could say he's 100 percent, 100 percent of what the most he could ever be on the grade two three tear, we'll never know. We'll never have scans or, or MRIs or or uh, uh, records in front of us to know that he's got a a loose, you know, PC or a PCL, which you know makes his knee less stable. So you know, I don't know. I don't know. No one knows. We can only, all of us can only guess how healthy he's going to be. And I don't know. I I, I just think I, I like him a lot. Um, at the right value, but it do, he doesn't seem to be at the right value for me because Fields is better value every time. T Law's better value every time. Joe Burrow's going after him. Joe Burrow's going after him, bro.
5: Yeah, I've got the four pick in my two QB league, but I've been talking to the, the my cousin Nick. He sounds like he's going to take uh, Justin Jefferson number one overall. So I'm going to get one of the big three anyway. But I would have had to make that decision maybe, you know, what is it gonna be Lamar? Or is it gonna be Justin Fields?
0: You know, and it's Fields to me. Decision. It's look, it's Fields to me. It's not a tough decision at all to me. Not at all. <laughs> hey, who's failed you three years in a row? Lamar Jackson. You're gonna really play this game back? You're gonna run it back one more time, a fourth time. He's failed three years in a row, bro. Three years in a well, row. I
5: had him when he was good. Okay, but and three when, years. Well, when he didn't get hurt. Look, Look Jimmy G. I, Jimmy I, I G. was.
0: Jimmy Garoppolo was doing good things in 2019. Does that matter at all? <laughs> like, no, no. okay, like Lamar has failed three years in a row. I, I I get it. He got hurt, but that's all part of it. You know, if Javante gets injured three years in a row, we will be saying Javante failed three years in a row. We can't, we can't continue to just make excuses because of injuries, but. I, I'm not saying he's a bad pick. I'm just saying Fields is quite arguably... And Lamar could be the number one or number two quarterback for six straight weeks. He really could. I mean, last year, remember him and, and Andrews started off on fire. And everybody was like clowning on me saying, Smitty, yeah, your yeah. avoid Andrews take was really looking good. That aged well. And he was on fire, bro. He was on fire. It was making me look like I could be end up going down the wrong track. But if you remember back to my content, it's like he will... Misstep, he will get injured. He will fail you. He's been doing that. He's not. He. He just. He, it's. It's been. Um, it's been constant. So I should have traded Andrews for uh, Godwin, but I got messed over
5: by, um, Najee for Christian McCaffrey. I. I. I made a rule not to change for injured trade for injured people anymore, and I guess you
0: can't make any rules. You know, that's what you got to do. Yeah. I hear you, bro. All right, let me go over to Roger again. Roger, what's up?
7: Not much, Smitty. Not much. Um, no, I was just um, just still going over that thing, uh, trying to see what kind of value you like over there in the uh, around the seventh and eighth round. What are some of the guys you are targeting around over there in like some twelve men? Redrafts.
0: yeah uh let me drop this garrett wilson draft in the live chat guys go ahead and 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 grab a spot in the garrett wilson draft i just pinned the link right now i would love to have you guys join into that garrett wilson draft starting here shortly um seventh round you said any any position
7: um probably i mean i just feel like wide receivers are just not so deep in those like more of the mid rounds so I guess any wide receivers you like in those mid rounds I just seem it it's a little easier to get maybe uh running back you like
0: around there okay so let's look at like the 60 let, let's look at the players beyond 60 so JSN right above I want to mention at 57.8 he fell into the 60s that would be a phenomenal pickup wide receiver uh, Trevor Lawrence is a guy I look to at 65 or 70 because I'm also like I don't know who's here and this guy's a lock to me, so I want Trevor Lawrence all day long if I'm avoiding. Uh, Mike Evans is looking a little better every moment because of uh, because of Baker looking I guess decent right now, but. And he's also hungry. He also calls himself, you know, a guy that everybody needs to draft. Damian Pierce, we talked about him. He's a steal at near seventy overall. Jk, I'm running for the hills. I don't go near Jk right now. Waller's a great pick. He could be the number one wide receiver in on his team and pass catcher on his team. George Pickens at seventy is crazy value. That's amazing. Javante yeah, is a, a steal. Javante is a steal at seventy eight overall, bro. It's just insane. Zay Flowers, monster in the making. Um, yeah, trying
2: to,
7: Kimera,
0: trying to. I keep trying to target him. Camara, Pacheco, Sky Moore, Dobbs. Uh, I, I like him a little later, but uh, I like Tony still. I like Evan Ingram, and yeah, I, yeah, I, I, like I cuff Tony. Um, Jamison Williams and Weekleys, Charbonnet, and if I go up a little bit, I think I miss somebody uh, up a little bit. Uh, you know, Rashad White could look better if if Baker is is solid Jahan Dotson, like those are all those are all absolute smashes bro just complete smashes like you can mm-hmm. do so much damage from that territory like I said earlier to somebody today and the day before and the day before and the day before probably is that you know when you're sitting there at five six overall let's say Bijan was gone because Bijan's an easy the reason I don't trade out of five six seven eight overall a lot of the time is because Bijan's there he's always there. Uh, I'm on the clock here. Let me take Jamar Chase because I don't need to take Bijan. I take Bijan anytime I've got a three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten pick. So I'm gonna take Chase every chance I get when I have a one or a two overall pick to get that variety going. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Uh, you like picking in the uh, fifth, sixth. Oh, and
7: yes. like Trading
0: away from that. Yeah, So if I don't get Bijan, let's say I might pick seven and I don't get him. I'd rather trade down or even if let's say I have the pick five and, and I could get Bijan, I would I would trade Bijan away for a second and fourth round pick. In a redraft. In a redraft. Because you're gonna give me even if you gave me a third, a fifth, and a set a six, give me a third, a fifth, and a sixth for the number five overall, number four overall, number three overall. Let's even call it the number one overall. Let's say you got the number one overall pick, someone gives you a a second, a five, and a six is it, it, as hard as it is to like get rid of that JJ or Chase or Bijan or Chris McCaffrey or whoever you want. You're getting in the second round, in the third round. So you get, are you getting a second, fourth, and a fifth? I said, you're getting. Let's call it a third. No, we call it a third, a fourth, and a fifth. Let's call it a third, fourth, and fifth, or a third, fourth, and six. You're getting Gibbs, and you're getting Fields and you're probably getting Javante, or you're probably getting Dotson, or you're probably getting Pickens, or you're probably getting somebody. Those are three really good players. I'll take Gibbs and Fields over one player all day long. All day long, bro. Fields of Locust. This is a Garrett Wilson slow draft. For anybody who doesn't know, hang tight, callers. This is what we're doing with these. These are not a part of the big money tournaments if you win any individual Garrett Wilson draft, you're winning twenty bucks. It's a three dollar entry, so you could accumulate a lot of twenty dollar victories if you do all these Garrett Wilson drafts. I think this is like Garrett Wilson draft number like four thirty eight or something like that. And so whoever wins the Garrett Wilson drafts will get an autographed Garrett Wilson jersey that I got right up here. I've shown it. I've shown it several times. I'll show it right here in the video. This is how it works. We're gonna do like we're probably gonna do like forty or fifty of them total. And while your odds are I don't want to say your odds are, like, not super, super easy to get it, but it's fun and competitive. Um, you still are going to have the shot to win 20 bucks in each one of the, the drafts that we do if you win that draft. And I'm going to let someone co-host the show if they win it, etc. etc. So here's a little video on it. Hang tight, callers. Hang tight real quick. It's time to give away a signed Garrett Wilson jersey. I think so. If you want a chance to win this beauty right here, Garrett Wilson autographed jersey. Smitty, that's mine. What do I got to do to win it? Tell me now. First, I'm going to say underdog fantasy promo code smitty second i'm gonna say starting after the nfl draft we will be doing private drafts mostly on tuesdays thursdays fridays and saturdays around midnight to 12 30 a.m eastern and every time i drop a private draft link aka battle of the moon men is what we call this tournament every time i drop a private draft link said draft link will be kept track of your boy smitty will have the boys at underdog keeping track of every league that i give them so a link the, for it, that it changed from week 14 to week 17 so at week 17's end whoever scores the most points out of all 38 or 40 of those drafts there's no like combining leagues or it's just who's the highest scoring team at week 17's end on the whole season is going to win the garrett wilson jersey on top of a couple other things that i'm throwing into it, so if that's what we're doing right here. The slow Garrett Wilson draft. uh Let me let me hit the phone lines real quick. We might cycle through. We got 250 people in here. Ro- Mars Man Rockout gets to jump straight to the front of the line because he's a Mars Man and he's got his Mars Man card out. And he says, "Smitty, let me in, let me in." What's up, Mars Man Rockout?
4: Do I hear my terrible team?
0: Let's hear your terrible team. All
4: right, quarterback Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. Sam Howe, um, running back, Gibbs, Aaron Jones, uh, Madison, Pacheco, Herbert, and Deuce Vaughn. Nice. And then wide y- receiver, Jefferson, uh, Devontae Smith, uh, Dodson, Rasheed Rice, Tinkdale, Phelan, and Hyatt. Nice And then nice tight end. Uh,
0: uh, move and what nice job nice job rock out rock out what do you think oh so i haven't really talked about walker <laughs> too much when javante i did talk about walker a little bit but the reason i have these guys on screen here and we haven't even really got into it is that both these gentlemen like we're seeing the values increase of fields like we're seeing the, the values increase of pickens and dotson and unfortunate increases at the wrong time if some of you haven't drafted yet um Make sure you get your shares of Javante and Walker before they get a chance to do what these other guys are doing. Because if they go out and have like a, a nice little run like Swift did, it, it's all that is needed for Walker to climb up into round three. So right now he's in round five because he's still got the groin injury even though he's back at practice. People are still very concerned. Look, Joe Burrow is running on the sidelines and throwing 50-yard missiles down the field according to numerous reports and people are still skeptical that he could re tear his calf, and that it's not hundred percent, you know, tested yet, and it isn't really. There is a, a small chance that there could still be a problem, right? Uh, D W, thanks again for all you did, pal. Those fifty memberships are still flying through here. Um, thank you so much, uh, D W. You're absolutely a, a monster, a marvel, a legend. There needs to be a sculpture made out in front of my front of my home, of D W. Just right in front of my driveway. I should have a sculpture of this man. So appreciate you, but but my point is once Javante gets out onto the field and has some big explosive tackle breaking monster run like he's used to doing because he's a, one of the best tackle yeah. breaking running backs in the National Football League and was the best tackle breaking running back in college football his uh, his his final year in college Yep. um he goes out and breaks and shakes and bakes four or five guys and and breaks off somebody throws them to the ground and it looks like a uh, Derrick Henry out there. He's going to vault into round four or five, you know, right now he's like in five and a half, six and a half and, and Walker's in five, sometimes late four. Both these guys are going to climb at least one round. If they go out and, and have a big, 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 big day. Uh, Bleacher report says Burroughs ready. Well, we know that already, Danny, we've been talking about that all, all, uh, all, I don't know, all weekend. I, I suppose. But yeah, Burrow is out there throwing 50-yard missiles. He's week one's not in question at all. So get get your get your Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet shares together, and we have. I'm almost on the clock in this slow Garrett Wilson draft. I think we got some more news that I hadn't got to yet. Uh, Joe Burrow, we talked about this. He's been progressing as as expected. Uh, This one right here is the Anthony Richardson going seven on twelve, 67 yards and one interception. Kind of, kind of, kind of not a, a huge debut. James Cook rushed twenty yards and one touchdown, um, which was was nice to see. And maybe there is some value there. It's hard for me to buy in and trust him, but there certainly could be some some value. And Kenneth Walker, uh, again, this is that report here that he is returned to individual drills on Saturday, which was an upgrade from him being you know back at practice. Now he's in individual drills and he's doing good things. So get ready for Walker to regain a lot of his glory i think that was all the news uh jerry judy caught a touchdown pass which was nice to see russell wilson had the touchdown throw and you know if i had to say i still don't know that i buy into jerry judy's fourth round value at all but do i think judy could have a good year and maybe change my tune you know there were two players that i said were gonna maybe have a shot to change my tune and and I have no problem admitting when I need to when I'm wrong and I need to change directions because I work for you and my job is not to dig my heels in. I'm not saying Baker, it, Baker's got a long way to go, but Baker having such a good debut and me liking Mike Evans and Rashad White from from a talent perspective does excite me a little bit that maybe they're not going to be wasted away in Tampa Bay. After all, we'll have to see. I got to give Baker more time than one preseason game but I'm starting to feel a little bit more excited about maybe that there's some fantasy values that could actually be okay in Tampa. The other one that would that concerns me based on where people are taking with Judy. Judy's going way too high. But is there a possibility that Judy is is like fifth round worthy, you know? Then yes, I think there certainly is, but he's too early in four, in round 4. Garrett Wilson draft, let's go. I don't want to do any sniping here, and I don't want to do any, like, messing with the ADP too much. So I'm going to draft just some some, uh, some regular Joes in here, the guys that are at the top of the ADP or near the top. And I'm just going to draft, you know, uh, real smooth-like here. Let's go ahead and take um, let's take Derrick Henry. We already got uh, Jamar Chase, Derrick Henry, and round two is okay. Not in a lot of drafts, but in one or two, I'm okay with it. Let's go ahead and grab uh, – I'm going to grab – Devonte Smith here. I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go that route. I'm gonna go Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Derrick Henry. This is a Garrett Wilson draft. Uh let me circle around the phone line again. Marsman rock out. Appreciate you being here, my guy. Billy from Massachusetts. You've been waiting so patiently. What can I do for you? I'm a patient man, Smitty. I yeah. don't have a ton of service. So can can you hear me right now?
4: Yeah. You got me? Okay, good. Yeah, we got you. All right. So I had a uh a, a chiefs question. And um, obviously we've seen in the past, even when they had Kelsey, their number one receiver was putting up huge numbers. And it was Tyree Philly's a stud, but even later um, we saw Juju take a shot in, I think it was week nine against the Jaguars game. And he got hurt. He kind of sucked after that. But if you look at his numbers, the eight weeks prior to that, he was on pace for like 1200 something yards. So my question is with Sky Moore, and Kadarius Tony going reasonably late. Exactly Would it be a dumb idea to take both of them on the same team to kind of guarantee I get the team Brown the Chiefs,
0: or would that be stupid? Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. Is that what you're saying? Draft Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a must. It's a must. It's not a it's not a dumb idea or a novel idea. Or it's a it's a must. <laughs> you have to oh okay yeah you have to okay it, it, it's a security move it's a, a nice little measure and while there's still a rasheed rice possibility here or there uh, sky more cemented into the at least the slot role and so if tony went down again um sky Moore's is the guy that's gonna benefit so yeah you grab both of them they're a fantastic wide receiver three combo and you can even scoop up like another like pickens in some case depending on if you're drafting with grandmas uh, pickens will be phenomenal to add to that and then, then you don't necessarily need them as your wide receiver three sometimes they can be your wide receiver four and michael caved and used the uh the smitty code underdog fantasy promo code smitty they'll match up to 100 dollars in your first deposit that link is pinned in the live chat and uh definitely you want to take advantage of that because that's phenomenal if you drop 50 bucks they'll give you 50 bucks you drop 100 they'll give you a hundred up to 100 dollars on your first deposit and must it must be your first deposit but they will match up to hundred dollars and so you can you know t- try out these drafts with us thank you Michael appreciate you doing that but yeah kaderi's Tony gr- great uh great uh great uh pity for the river don't take don't take more as well put it all on Tony you don't need the ferry why? Why would I not want to take the the combo if I'm going to draft one? You got to draft the other. But thank go they,
5: with the liability insurance. But,
0: but thank you for for trying to fantasy explain me there, uh, Ethan. Appreciate you, uh, Travis. What <laughs> else you got? No,
4: that was actually Billy who had that question. Oh, um, Billy. Yeah, no, no, Well, worries. no, no. I yeah, was no, I, that... I
0: was asking Travis what else he had, but that's okay. Billy, go ahead, just jump right back in. Oh,
4: okay, no. No, my bad. I, that was actually just my only question. I just thought I I thought about that earlier. I was like, oh, I wonder, uh, if Tony and Moore would be a decent idea. I got to call
0: Smitty and see his opinion.
4: Yeah, Sounds like a, you're a fan of that idea. Yeah, it's so, a great hell idea. Yeah.
0: Especially especially if All you're right, in if you're in like case if you're in a KC build in an underdog, like you draft Mahomes, you know that's great. You get Pacheco. You're like I, I love doing the KC build, especially if you can compile uh, compile a, a whole lot of other players. Roger, uh, Roger just left. I was gonna say Roger next. Roger, call in if you if you still have uh, more. Oh my man, I've haven't, I haven't spoke to this man. He hasn't called in it forever. Where have you been, Jocelyn? What's Jocelyn surprise. Where have you been?
1: Okay, so so I moved I moved from Miami to South Carolina three months ago. So they I got internet there. In
0: they got internet there, bro. Huh? They got internet there, right? I don't understand. <laughs> they
1: got internet, but hey, listen, man, I was getting my life together here, man.
0: <laughs> but but when, when, when your life is in chaos and shambles, this is when the show's there for you the most, bro. When you, you're like, oh, I need to de-stress, I need to listen to something. I mean, I should have been in your ear, earbud, bro, but that's okay. Jocelyn, it. you're here now. I'm excited to see you back. As soon as I saw that name, I said, oh, my God, this guy's been gone for forever. Uh, Jocelyn, what is up? What's going on other than that? What who, who you who you like in this preseason so far? What players on your mind? Hit me with it.
1: Okay, so so what do you? Okay, I know that you love Jamar Gibbs, right?
0: Jameer. Or what do Jameer. you think
1: about? But like, what do you think about like David Montgomery getting drafted in like the fifth or sixth round? Because I mean, I love Gibbs too. Don't get me wrong, but I think that Montgomery is going to play that. That you know, that red zone goal line back. So, do you think that it's probably best to maybe draft Gibbs around round three and then scoop up David Montgomery probably in the fifth or sixth round just in case it Gibbs gets hurt? Or, or I mean, like, what do you think about that?
0: I think that, and, and again, welcome back and, and definitely go watch my. Best four picks of fantasy football 2023. It's on my YouTube channel. It's on its I, own. I r- did r- okay. Hey, somebody,
1: listen. I know it's. I know Burrow, Field, Walker. I know.
0: No, and I'm not. I'm not Walker. saying. And I'm not saying I'm not going to answer your question. I was just saying that might also kind of open the door to some of the, the topics I might not hit on or the conversation right. pieces here. But essentially, in my mind, bro, this is like a wide receiver slash running back in Gibbs. I don't think he's. I don't think Monty's relevant. I don't think it has anything to do with him. I mean, if right. Detroit runs the ball 450 times, let's say, how many carries can Jameer Gibbs even get? Like we be we be panicked if he got like 200, because he's going to be given so much receiving work. This is a guy that's going to be a hybrid. So if he's getting under, well, under half of the 450 carries, under 200. There's so much room for another player. In fact, it's required. And so he's not stealing anything away. Jameer Gibbs is getting a lot of the PPR work. Um, I'm just not concerned at all. There might be a time where you feel like Monty took away a touchdown, but the opportunities are endless, and Jameer Gibbs is going to get so many targets. It doesn't matter. They're kind of unconnected in a way. Now, do I draft? Do I want to cuff them? Not really. Not really, bro. I have no concern or desire to cuff them because this is like when Kareem Hunt was at his highest value, when he was with Nick Chubb, and you—if you cuffed him, you're like handicapping your team, you know. And it didn't even really help you. Like you couldn't even really use the both of them at the same time. You could maybe in this situation, but I just—I'd rather—I'd much rather—I'd much rather just go get a whole nother player that I love a lot, like Justin Fields then go Monty, but you're not going to get that anymore because Fields, who was a fifth-rounder, <laughs> is now a third-rounder after tonight. But like that's the kind yeah. of stuff I've been doing all offseason, preaching all offseason. Get Fields in five. Don't get Monty in five. Get Jameer Gibbs in, in three. Get Fields in five, and who cares? You're banking on Gibbs anyway. This is not something that's like, okay, he's going to come in. and I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it, but it certainly, I I think, handicaps your team to be taken two players from the same team that aren't really, you know, I, I, if it was like a, a wide receiver and a running back in a potent offense like Pacheco and Kadarius Tony, I don't mind that at all. But when you're talking about, you know, they could rotate in terms of who has the bigger game, and so, like, your team's just going to be hampered when you could go pick a guy that's going to pop off at, you know, the same time Gibbs is popping off. But it's a really good question, but he's not a cuff to me. They're two independent players that have two different independent roles, and there's so much volume to go around. Monty could have 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns really easily in 2023. So he's got decent standalone value, even if you don't own Gibbs. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm just drafting other players. That's all it comes down to, really.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, no, no, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I love Gibbs in the third, but like, you know, I know Detroit likes to run the ball a lot. Um, so, you know, then I, mean, I was just thinking that, okay, well, maybe, you know, like, I think that in my opinion, I think that, you know, that the Lions are going to use gives more, you know, out, out, like a wide out type back. And then, you know, probably like use, you know, uh, Monty as like their, uh, their in between runner. So, you know, so, you know, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, Oh, but uh, all right, man. Yeah, man. And like I said, Smitty, man. Even though I did move to South Carolina, like I do listen to you almost every single day, man. Oh, you know, I just uh, that's what I like to hear. I literally, I, I literally just got home and I was listening to you as I was driving. So then I said to myself, all right, man. He's he's live now. Let me see if I can get a phone call. With Glad so, to hear from so, you,
0: man. I'm obviously busting your balls. I, I I I don't expect everybody to to hang on. You know, night and day, 365 days a year. People take breaks from football all the time, but you were, yours was a very long break. So I was nice to see you pop right. up, and was, that's all. I was really, I was just joking with you, but glad to have you back. Make sure you call in more often, and thank you for listening and spread the word to your new pals and your new state. Tell them all about the show, pal. I
1: will, and, man. All right, all right, all right later, joss
0: Yeah, appreciate you. All right, guys, I'm gonna cycle everybody out the phone line. Let me start off with Ian. Ian, you want to be negative about one final thing tonight?
5: Oh, uh, are you able to talk me into um, so my two QB league with the uh, family is it's Wisconsin? They're going to be at Homer League. Want Watson, and now Judy's going. T- talk me into Drake London. Why is he safe at, around that area? I'm probably he's going to drop. I just can feel it. He's one of the guys that's going to drop. And why do you think he's still going to get a good target share, even with Pitts and the 50% rushing sometimes?
0: Yeah, you know, I, this is not me backing off of my Drake Lennon takes or because he is such a talent. He's a top 10 wide receiver talent-wise. He really, really is. And I think he could take a huge step forward, and he's a moon man. But, like, can I be honest for a second? This is just my honesty here and and letting you guys know as a a human being as a regular drafter i'm a i'm an owner in drafts i have a buddy league that i've had for over 20 years and so i you know i am also when i'm on the clock wavering i'm not just some person that just knows exactly what i want to do every single time like some people think of me I'm literally wavering. I have a buddy that, uh, you know, my long, long time buddy. I'll text him be like, hey, who should I take here? We're all like that. We all need that. That's why I started this this channel. That's why I started in the business 20 plus years ago. That's why I created the Trade Calculator, which I believe was the first Trade Calculator in the fantasy football industry in 2003 because I was searching for things that weren't out there and I wanted it to be out there so badly. That's why I got into this space. I'm so passionate about it. Um. When I was on the clock, out of all honesty, I was on the clock. I had fields already. I drafted fields. And I, I swung back around. And, and this is a slow draft. We're like in round seven right now. Very slow. Everybody's like asleep and it's it painfully slow. But when I was on the clock, I was wavering between DJ Moore and London. And it's redrafts. There's no stacking advantage, but you still like it. It's fun. And I was wavering between DJ Moore and London. It was right before the game when this pick was going on. I picked London. I said, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is here and take London. And it was a mistake. I still love it. It looks great on 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 uh, on, on paper, and I'm really excited about him. But then that game, you know, that went down and Fields threw that touchdown pass to him. And I, I got to admit, like, I feel like DJ Moore is right there. I feel like DJ Moore, you could argue, could have a better season than London and I think people are just completely underestimating how good the rapport is between Fields and DJ Moore. They're reportedly best friends. They got the bunk beds set up. They've been doing karate in the garage all all off season. They're just they're ready to rumble. They're ready to rumble, and clearly they have rapport. And clearly DJ Moore is good enough to be a a, a low end wide receiver one in fantasy, really but a guy that you're going to count on and draft to be a, a potential high-end wide receiver too. You don't have to pay high-end or low-end wide receiver one value. So to answer your question, like Drake London's very fun. He's very exciting. He's very talented. Ritter made him, uh, put him on pace for about 1,200, 1,300 yards, if I remember correctly, at the end of the season when they got going together, they had, they had no time to work together. Ritter wasn't prepared as a starter. He gets his fi- finally gets an offseason to prepare as a starter. Kyle Pitts wasn't there to help distract defenders. I think Kyle Pitts is the one that suffers the most if anybody does because the, the offense maybe doesn't throw enough. If, if that's the case, then it will be Kyle Pitts that doesn't eat as much. I think London's going to have to. And so I'm excited about London still. He's a moon man. Part of, part of me does want DJ Moore. Uh, on the on the Moonman list, part of me feels like DJ Moore and London are interchangeable at this point, and and that's just my honesty here. That's just me telling you how I really really feel when I was on the clock, and so it has me questioning not London, but it has me questioning whether DJ Moore is equally is fitting fitting to be on the the Moonman list. To be honest with you, like I f- almost feel like if London's on there, DJ Moore has to be. And I almost feel like if I could go back, I probably would take DJ Moore over London. And I, I you know, I don't They're know.
6: Higher I, on Moore.
0: I love both of them. What? So
6: so, so, so are you a little? You're a little higher on Moore now than you were, you know, a few weeks ago.
0: <sighs> I mean, clearly, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just, I wasn't
0: down on him. A, lot of, a I wasn't... lot of people. I wasn't down right. on him. I repeatedly said 1,200, 1,300 yard season, seven to nine touchdowns, totally possible. 80, 80, plus to 80 to 90 receptions. That is a high end wide receiver too. I just said be careful not to take him, you know, any higher than than like round six right now or round five and a half right now. But I mean, top of round five, he doesn't feel crazy, right? So. Uh, but, but London, bro, if, not, if DJ think... Moore has gone, London's fantastic. Don't, don't even hesitate, you know, on London, he's going to be good. Yeah. I like Watson more. I like, uh, I like JSN quietly as much as London once he gets on his horse. But the problem is how long could that take? You know, that's why he's a mid season monster, you know? Yeah. Thanks
5: a lot to me. I, I had more two years ago. I just, that's why I'm ready to move on and you know, that kind of try new things. But, uh, yeah, keep up the good work, uh, you and you and Mark Dice. You guys do this YouTube channel stuff right, so yeah. All right, keep appreciate appreciate
0: you later. All right. Um, Can yeah. I just tell why, my why, is you, why is he why is you always coming and like trying name drop people? He's always, Ethan's always doing Ethan. You do that again, you're gone from the phone <laughs> line. It's gotta. Why does he do that? He always comes. Let me just let me just tell you three guys I really like that are doing YouTube channels with you, Smitty. Let me just come in here and plug them for you. <laughs> One more time, Ethan, and you're you're I'm taking your number off the phone line uh, speed dial. Uh, go go ahead, Travis.
6: Yeah, we we mark Dice isn't another fantasy football guy,
0: he's no, like he's...
6: A political dude or something. Oh, but,
0: okay. Um, <laughs> no, so I I was just gonna ask. Um... I didn't. I don't know. I don't follow other people. I don't have time. So Ethan, we'll give you we'll you give got... you we're still giving you the one chance. But you know, I'll we'll take away the, the screaming at you. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, uh, Travis.
6: Yeah, he, he just like he just likes to list off guys. He likes yeah, to name drop.
0: He's like, yeah, you and you and uh... no. Go
6: ahead. Now, I was just going to ask. So, so with that situation, you are you are you you're not any lower on London. It's just that with the rapport with Fields and you know seeing as they've progressed and you know nothing but good news coming out of camp, it's just kind of pulled up more just
0: a little bit with that Fields connection. Yeah, I guess that's the perfect way to put it. It's like London hasn't moved an inch for me. It, the problem is right. that that you know when you have so many marbles into in a glass jar, you throw in a, a big you know another marble in there, it moves them around. You know, it's not that the marbles yeah, are it any sips so, around. Yeah, it's so it's not like it's not like London's done anything that concern me. It's it's just that DJ Moore squeezing in there and it's moving everybody around a little bit. And so if DJ Moore. I don't even know if he climbed above him, to be honest. Like, if I'm back on the clock, I'm still yeah. wavering. I'm still wavering. I'm not I'm not looking at London and going, oh, I'm taking DJ more for sure now. I'm just saying I wavered really hardcore on it before the game started. And and right. then, boom. Uh, Andre says, what does Smitty think of Jahan Dotson? What do you think? Right here. Take a look. Take a look, pal.
3: The moon Man dropping loads in outer space.
0: This is what I think of Jahan Dotson. Good question, though, especially if you're new.
3: Space Moon
6: says...
0: Um, i not saying you're new. I'm just saying if you are new, Jahan Dotson to the moon. What, What, Travis?
6: No, I was just gonna, so, so so it's just like, you know, the natural progression everyone goes through every offseason. Like, yeah. we, now we, we know about all we can know about London unless it starts to just go nuts in the preseason. But yeah, I think then we'll, guys like Moore and JSN, they kind of move up a little bit and...
0: I think what we got to remind ourselves, even when we waver on London even a little bit, is that okay? How many wide receivers do really well with bad quarterback play? A lot. And and is is there is this right. an overly crowded wide receiver room? It's not. Is it? Does it have Pitts and Bijan? Yeah. But Pitts and Bijan are only going to take so much of the wide receiver target share away because they can they can't take all of it. They can't even take fifty percent of it. So the wide receiver's got to stretch the field. There's got to be a lot of diversity in the play calls and the direction that Ritter takes You know, football. He can't just throw Bijan constantly. You can't just throw the pits constantly. So given that there's not a whole lot of threat to London's number one wide receiver carved out workload, he's safe. He's super safe. He's going to get a bunch of work. We've seen, we've seen wide receivers thrive with horrible quarterback play before. And I'm not even calling them horrible. I'm just saying, in everybody's worst-case scenario, he's not going to miss any target share because of Pitts and and Bijan. Pitts could, but the the reason Pitts could is not so much because of the other players involved as much as we've seen Arthur Smith phase him out, you know. And so when everybody says that that ridiculous phrase and angles it toward Bijan where – where Arthur Smith's like, I don't care about fantasy, and people are like, get Pitts the ball, get Pitts the ball. And he didn't. Everyone's like, oh, well, Kyle uh, uh, Bijan's a a risk now because this guy doesn't like fantasy. Oh, yeah? Then why did they they literally lead the league in rushing attempts last year and are quite arguably the number one uh, overall rushing team in the National Football League? 559 attempts was first. 27-18 27-18 was third in yardage in the, in the second column. And yards per carry, fourth, touchdowns, top 10. Like, get out of here with this whole, like, that Arthur Smith's going to ruin Bijan's chances because he hates fantasy football. He loves running the football. So he loves fantasy football. He just doesn't know it. He just doesn't like throwing to his tight end, which is why Kyle Pitts is easily the most likely odd man out if, let's say, Ritter isn't, isn't really impressive... You know, not top ten quarterback impressive, right. but like, you know, can he play like Danny Dimes once in a while? Can he play like Gino once in a while? Yeah.
6: And then, uh, well, and like, like that boy said in the chat, and I think this is kind of the whole thing. Like, you're getting that with London too. He says, "How do we?" How, I, I don't know. If someone said, "Oh, Ritter sucks," or I don't know. But he said, "How do we know Ritter will suck though?" And the whole thing is that, you know, we we saw some of what Ritter did, and and we think he's you know, decent enough, but we don't know. And that, that'll determine which way London goes, whether he's, you know, just that really good wide receiver with a crappy quarterback or an okay quarterback, or if if Ritter's, you know, solid, then, then like you said, London now is, I mean, he's a top 10 talent. He just, he's so big and so talented that he he could really take off.
0: Yeah. Uh, This is that boy's, um, uh, I guess, cutout that he was talking about. He wanted to maybe donate to the show. And that's really cool of them. Um, you know, maybe we do some sort of giveaway with this uh, at a local, a local, you know, Arizona live stream or something like that. And you can bring it and, you know, someone oh, no. does, wants it on aut- autograph, <laughs> we'll leave it on autograph. Because like I said, I don't consider myself a, a you know, a, a, a necessarily somebody that everybody wants the autograph on something. Some people ask for it but whatever we could give this away at the, at the, you know, the Lou Molinati's live stream, which is a sponsor sometimes of mine. And we do a live stream there. So thank you that boy. Appreciate you and, and hang tight on that one. And we'll figure that out and appreciate you. And I'll get your insta. I think you emailed me your Instagram name, right? So I'm going to add you uh, to that group so I can DM you unless you're already a part of it. Uh, all right. Uh, Travis, anything else pro bro? bro?
6: Uh, the, the only other thing I was going to ask was, um, I I know uh, I know the Chargers kind of ran all over the Rams. I think it was today, but Elijah Dobson, he was an und- undrafted guy, but he looked pretty good. And Spiller or Kelly haven't oh. really grabbed that number two role in yeah. the past years, so I wasn't sure. If if you had anything to say about
0: Dotson, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's. A, he, I'm definitely keeping an eye on that. So, like, I, I don't know what I don't. Someone know what to watch. To yeah, I don't know what to think yet. But I wanted to also tell you because you always hear me rip on Mac Jones. You always always hear me rip on the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Even though I love Bill Belichick, but and <laughs> I love and again, I, as I tell you, Tra- Travis, if you would have brought in Hopkins and you would have brought in Lamar, you would have been a you would have been a potentially a Super Bowl contending team. So there's there's pieces there. I agree with you on that. But but I got to yeah. tell you, man. As much as I I can't stand Mac Jones, not as a person. I don't hate anybody as a person. But Mac Jones is not the real deal to me. He's not. I just I totally just think that there's so much about him. We talked about it the other night. But Malik Willis looks really, or Malik. I'm sorry, Malik Cunningham looks Cunningham, really, yeah. really interesting. And his college, you know, stat lines are amazing his ability to scramble, like this is an elusive guy. And we got excited about Malik Willis, which is why I brought him up. We got excited about other scrambling quarterbacks before that. You know, it's if they don't have the ability to throw, you know, it's it's very easy to get caught up in the fact that they're very good on the ground. But he is a potential, potential, not lock, not, not any sort of certainty, but a potential gem that Bill Belichick might have And he has had a running quarterback before in Cam Newton. So this is not like, you know, ambiguous territory for him or territory he's never been involved in. I really think you, if there is a shot for your team to surprise, at least for the future, you know, and just kind of like maybe like show some flashes of what the future could be. It's Malik Cunningham. I think that's your only shot. But that's exciting, bro. I'd be excited if I was you.
6: Oh, I I am. I I like him in – that new rule where the teams can carry that extra quarterback is going to kind of save that situation because they won't have to worry about carrying a third quarterback or you know or because Belichick's always funny about that. So he, he likes carrying a third guy, but then no. in the past few years, he hasn't that times either. So. Yeah, he's definitely obviously they're gonna keep him because of, yeah. You know, hey, be serious,
0: but. hey, real quickly, I just want to ask a question to the general audience and then and then to you both, Rockout and Travis. I know you guys all work; you're working individuals. Um, and I feel bad that I, I, you know, in some ways, moved my show to 8 p.m. instead of 7 p.m. Eastern, but I think that time is working well for about 90% of people, to be honest with you. Because for me, it was four o'clock Arizona time, which eventually changed to five um for me in october because arizona is really weird we don't even we don't we don't we don't participate in daylight savings but we do flip into another time zone even though we're not changing our 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 time just matches a different time zone so it was a really awkward time for me because i was basing it off 7 p.m eastern but 8 p.m eastern i think has been a huge success so far so if everybody could in the chat tell me whether they've enjoyed the change or not and then second of all it's affected the graveyard stream because I have to have breathing room between the two shows, A, to eat and spend time with family, but but yeah. B, I don't want the, the live streams to be like back-to-back within like an hour, hour and a half. So I've had to move the graveyard stream to about 1 a.m. I have been late like I, I sometimes am, um, but is 1 a.m. Eastern, it seems like the numbers are the same, if not better, but I can't tell because we're, we're getting more busy, so it's hard to totally know, but can if everybody can let me know how they enjoy the 8 p.m. show and how the the 1 p.m. or 1 a.m. show is affecting them? Is it really harder to get in here, or are people night owls? That I collected people in this time frame anyway, though from the beginning. Like this is where when I first started the YouTube channel, we went live at 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 uh, 10 p.m., so 1 a.m. Eastern. So this is where we created the Grave Night Graveyard Crew from is the 1 a.m. time slot anyway. I just moved it forward over the years and. So I'm just curious to know what anybody thinks. And on top of that, like, that's my Eastern group only, my Eastern time. Like, if you're in California, if you're in Arizona, if you're in other parts of the West side of, of the U.S., then, like, you're going live at 10 p.m. like I am. I'm going live at 10 p.m. It's not a big deal to me at all. I know some people in the East Coast is one, but... If everybody could tell me how the the 1 a.m. has been hurting people, (laughs) you know, like in terms of like going to work. Travis, how has it affected you or what have you noticed?
6: I mean, I'm I'm a night owl, so it it doesn't affect me that much. I I think last last week I fell asleep a couple times, but it's no big deal. I mean, the only people that will miss that is like people who have to work early, but... You're live so much; it's not like they're gonna miss it, and then they could watch it in the morning or something. And That's true. I I was gonna say that. I was gonna say though that I like the eight p.m. You know, selfishly on the East Coast. Thank because you. so nasty. By that time, I can I can you know get dinner with the family, f- finish whatever I have to do for the day. And
0: just thank you, the, Blackbeard. You know,
6: settle through the night. You know what I mean? Just chill. Yeah. And, golf. Um, it it's actually. Golf. No, go ahead. What?
0: No, I was just saying thank you to people while you're talking. Thank you, golf. Go ahead.
6: Uh, oh, and the only other thing I was going to say was I I don't know how you feel about it, but I I would think for you it might be a, a little better too. But besides what you just said, but also because like I've noticed like it's you've kind of been able to keep it at like a two-hour show, which you know almost you know that like you said, so you can get a little time before the late one, so it's a little bit more structured in that sense.
0: We'll which, see how you know, that.
6: I wasn't complaining.
0: Yeah, we'll I wasn't see.
6: Complaining how... if it went like longer, but.
0: We'll see it's how that... You
6: can almost plan, okay, you know, 8 to 10, you know, give or take.
0: We'll see how that goes, though, as we get into September because in September, Octo- October, November, if you remember, right, sometimes we'd have to go three and four hours because there'd be, you know, so many right. questions. and So we'll see what happens. I don't know how yeah. this is going to morph into the, like, when we're Thursday night doing a show and, and we got to go three, four hours. That would be... So it would be... I go live at ten PM. It would be uh five. Um let's see here. Five so six, seven, eight. Yeah, I mean there could be there could be a time where I've literally an hour in between if we go really long on the but that's okay. I mean that's the season, it's it's part of yeah. it. It's it's fun, but
6: you could um I mean I'm I'm not telling you what to do at all. Um, if, if you had to go like really late or something, you know, like you said, just cause there's so much going on once you get into the football season, if you're like banging up against that, you know, one hour between shows and stuff, you could always do like a, you know, a shorter dynasty show for the graveyard and start a draft and, you know, not, not be, you know, just at the end of the end of the original show or, Yeah, Um, like, I don't, I don't, in other words, I don't think you're going to lose any viewers if you kind of.
0: I mean, worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. I mean, not everybody, no offense to my East Coast people, but not everybody's East Coast. So if I go live at 11 p.m. my time, which is 2 a.m. Eastern, some night when I go four hours on the 8 p.m. show, I'm still going to go live. It just might not be catching a lot of the East Coast guys as much. But, um. You know, I still have West Coast guys that are like, "Hey, it's 11 p.m. <laughs> you know, it's not not that late. Right. Like, where's Smitty? So, well, like, I'll, I'll still probably go live. Uh, don't forget the Marsman well, draft. Oh yeah,
6: it goes both ways too, though, because on the West Coast, like for the earlier show, you might have some people that you know might miss a little bit of the beginning or be driving home from work or something. So you know, if, you know, you're, you're never gonna nail it perfect. You know,
0: t- different time zones. You know what's great though is, is so this is the schedule Monday through Friday, eight P. M. Eastern, every Monday through Friday. That's 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 the show. That's a locked in. The graveyard shows are ninety five percent locked in. This is if I if I'm super exhausted from a long APM show, I'm live whenever news breaks, let's say during the day someone gets injured, and I'm I'm like just doing tons of live streaming up until this point. I could on occasion like I did last night cancel... A graveyard show like these are these are subject to be canceled on rare occasions especially during the season um just for me to like rest up because i've already live streamed six hours in one day or seven hours in one day or or whatever but what's great about this new schedule that i'm i think i'm going to do this it's really easy to remember the 1 a.m show which is 10 p.m west coast is going to be basically when football kicks off for the week and when football ends for the week And so, I'll take a break in between. So, on Wednesday and Tuesday, when there's no football, I'm going to have those graveyard shifts off. Not the Monday through Friday. Um, And not the live when news breaks, but just the graveyard shift. So, it's really easy to think about. It's like, okay, Thursday football starts tonight. Okay? Smitty's live graveyard. Friday, Friday night, I mean, that's in the middle of start bench and Saturday and Sunday and Monday. So, from the kickoff of the week, Thursday, until the Monday night game, I'm live graveyard. 1am so it's really easy to remember and, and the great part is um so panic chamber isn't tuesdays panic chamber well panic chamber might be a, a, a not a live show it just might be an upload on tuesday because I, I put content up every day mm. so that would be like a, a yeah. maybe a premiere a premiere during the day premiere during the early evening but but what's going to be probably the most popular one of the most popular shows will be the sunday live stream where we do the waiver wire show and the waiver wire show is going to be like it was last year, unbelievable in terms of how we do it. I'm going to make it better every single year, every single episode. But we look at like this is a, an example of the pre. <laughs> I haven't looked at this since we um since we did this pre week one waiver wire show, which I think I need to refresh. I need to do another one. But look, look at uh, look at Deuce Vaughn on there. Look at Tank Dell was the number one guy. We said that okay. You know, obviously he's not available in a lot of dynasty leagues by any means, but he might be in some. And this pre-week one waiver wire show we did so many, just like over a month ago, maybe two month and a half ago, we said the reason for the show is to essentially make you not have to hit the waivers in week one. So draft these draft some of these guys if you've got room for it. Tank Dell, don't make yourself, you know, scramble to pick him up or Don't be the guy that doesn't draft him in your league, you know, so that's why we did this, but the waiver wire show is going to be um, pretty awesome because we'll essentially essentially be looking at it from like this perspective, so I put a player up and I say, what are the odds of this player being the best pickup of the year in 2023, and it's like, oh, this is a nine, this player is a nine in terms of being the best pickup of the year, an eight, um, uh, let's say Tank Dell was out there. This is like a, Tank Dell's like a nine at this point. If he was sitting out there, he could nine, he could be the best pickup of the year. Um, you know, Deuce Vaughn might be a, a five right now or a six potentially. So the waiver wire show is going to be absolutely enjoyable. And you're going to hear this button a lot. When people say, how much fab should I drop on so-and-so? It's you know, initiate full full low drop on that. Let me get these uh actually let me get you both off the line and, and I'll jump out of here. It looks like our our draft stalled. Um Travis will see you tomorrow, pal. Yeah, appreciate it, Sweetie. I'll talk to you later. All right, later. Uh rock out, final thoughts? Right. Later. later, Travis. Thank you for modding. Rock out. Hello. Final thoughts?
4: Yeah, I got I got a slight idea. It might be confusing for people, but maybe it- like the Monday show, like like seven forty five, like a Monday uh, countdown. But it
0: might be confusing for people. Yeah, I mean we'll be li- we'll be live at at, at eight p.m. That's the, the the times scheduling for you know school for the little ones and fan. Like I had to move it, so there's definitely no no room. Yeah, room. no problem. Uh, a double A drop and ten, 10 gifted memberships in the chat. Um, Ethan's Ethan's running his mouth here. I don't think Ethan understands what, what's going on. Tuesday, Wednesday, our waiver claim free agency day, Smitty. We need you to work seven days a week. Um, I just told you, Ethan, the waiver wire show is Sunday night. Like, I'm not wasting time. I'm not, I'm not, I'm coming at you Sunday evening with the top pickups of the week. Not to mention, I do daily uploads on days I'm not graveyarding. Not to mention, Ethan, I'm live Monday through Friday every single day, Ethan. Uh, weekday, Monday through Friday. So, And I'm live when news breaks. So we're talking about just the graveyard shift, pal. We're talking about the graveyard shift. So uh, uh, I don't know. Get the wax out of your ears. Appreciate you, Ethan, regardless. But I don't know what you're looking at. Um, it's not the same thing everybody else is looking at. Appreciate you, though. Recovery dropping a $5 holler. Says, hey, Smitty. Got the 10 pick in my full PPR league. I want some moon men. Amon Ra, Pollard to start. Or should I go Diggs and Pollard? I'd go Amon Ra, but that's me. I know a lot of people are going to say Diggs is... uh, Are you crazy? You're taking Amon Ra over Diggs. But I don't know that everybody feels that way. I think a lot of people are starting to come around. Especially on this channel. But you can't go wrong with Diggs or Amon Ra. Uh, Terry Roberts... Love all you do. Love the new times. You're the man. Thank you, Terry. Thank you for for moderating as well. And Recovery dropping yet another one. Says, also, what do you think about Evan Ingram? I love Evan Ingram. He's definitely a, a tight end that I think could be inside the top five overall at the end of the season. There's some injury concern with him always. but. I love Evan Ingram this year. Him and Waller feel like the best values of guys outside the top five that can be inside the top five of the bigger name guys. So, totally think he's an amazing steal, bro. Uh, Blackbeard says 280 people in here, 145 thumbs up. Hit that thumb up button on your way out the door, Uh, please. Thank you, AA, for dropping those gifted memberships. Uh, Rock out. We'll see you tomorrow, buddy. All right. See ya. Later, pal. All right. Thank you for, for... calling in rock out gifted memberships um we got double d dropping a 50 watt of gifted memberships tonight which is absolutely crazy double d dropping a 10 gifted memberships the uh, double a just dropped a 10 gifted memberships we've got a a uh a 20 a 20 Watt by Double D, a 20 Watt by Double D, a 20 Watt by Double D. That makes for, what, 70, 110, uh, 110, 120, 120 gifted memberships by Double D tonight? He's such a monster in the making. And let me see if there's anybody else dropped it. Thank you very much, Double D, for doing that. You're such a, a hero. Giving all these gifted memberships to everybody. If you got a gifted membership tonight from Double D or Double A, uh, both doubles. If you got double D'd or double A'd tonight, <laughs> you thank those gentlemen. Okay? Cause they were pretty generous to you. Uh you you owe them a you owe them a debt of gratitude. <laughs> uh super chatters tonight. You 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 menaces out there just doing super chat things i can't thank you enough for everything you guys have done trey thank you for dropping yours uh kh3 appreciate you dawson thank you clinton dropping that 20 dollar holler on screen o'neill thank you very very much o'neill appreciate you very very much cameron uh thank you for all that you do and dropping that super chat giovanni um what a monster Double D dropping his $50 hauler. Double D, appreciate everything that you've been doing tonight. You're such a, a, an amazing uh, uh, supporter of this channel. Carrie um, dropping a $199. I'm going to get to that one second. Uh, Double D.W. dropping a $20 holler. Pier, Pierce dropping a $2. Uh, Slimes, what did Slimes end up saying? Let me let me follow and see what Slimes was saying. Slimes says, Avery, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Want to support the phone line? What's the end date for Total Winner? I'll drop it then. Oh, I got you. I got you, Slime. Slime wants to be the the member. So, Slimes, Slimes, are you still here? I'm sorry, bro. It took me so long to find your other message, but let me know if you're still here, and I'll tell you exactly what you wanna wanna know on that. Um, where where are we at? We got uh, Carrie dropping the one ninety nine. Smitty, you owe us a Christian Watson animation. I do. I do, carry It's really really good point. Let me put that on my list of to-dos right here. Uh, C Watson, C Watt animation. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that next. Hopefully, I can have that done by tomorrow. Um, recovery. Thank you, Terry Roberts. Thank you, recovery. Thank you again uh, for your your, dublet, your your near back-to-back super chat. Sick nasty says sent you a message about my draft call, brother. Sick nasty. I'm sorry, I just missed your your super chat until just right now. I'm so sorry about that and uh Hobbs did I get to this one uh love the content agree with you a good percentage of the time except to take on MC North uh Brian Flores made the Dolphins bottom five uh, uh D into a machine appreciate you Hobbs there's no there's no uh there's nothing wrong with um you know Miami could definitely turn some heads it's about it's about Tua staying healthy so I, I don't disagree with you that Miami's a, a head turning team uh Izzo appreciate you dropping that that super chat i think i got everybody um that boy appreciate you Chester fool appreciate you last action hero appreciate you thank you guys all for dropping those super chats uh, slimes last action hero thank you uh let me know slimes if you're still in here and i can address your question real quickly to you hopefully you're still here so slimes was asking how do you sponsor the phone line what's that all about or how do you how do you get to be the the, the guy that sponsors it What it comes down to is whoever's the top super chatter of the month. Then I immediately change it. So you don't want to wait until the last second because then you might only have it for a day. (laughs) You know? Because it changes every month. So you want to grab it, you know, right now. You want to grab it right now for the remainder of the month. Or... Call into the show. Call call, call into the show. So Mark Cleveland is the top super chatter of $50 in a single live stream. Although Double D... uh, Double D's dropping gifted memberships. He's already here. Um... TMT, Double D, and TMT are... Let me fix that. Double D and TMT are the top two gifted uh, members of the of the month. Dropping 250 uh, gifted memberships in one live stream each. Double D's breaching that today with this 120. Um, but Double D and TMT are the, the uh, sponsors of the phone line and Mark Cleveland at 50. Although Double D may have... Did he have over 50 tonight? Let me see. Let me see if he did. Uh, D W. Yes, D W had seventy. Yep, D W is the new leading super chatter in a single night. D W was seventy. He just knocked Mark Cleveland off. D uh, double. You. Let's see. Uh, let, I'm sorry. I'm trying to catch up on all this. So DW is the new phone sponsor on the year with a, a $70 super chat. Let's let's press that button one more time and celebrate celebrate DW.
3: Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show.
0: DW I can't thank you enough pal you are the top super chatter of the month in a single live stream with the $70 hauler which I think somebody may or may not have, have beat I'm not sure um but since we started this this month you are the number one super chatter and the number one tied for the number one gifted member with $70 um you're a beast bro you're an absolute beast
2: yeah, buddy. Let's,
0: let's see that one more time call into the show call call, call into the show presented by dw with a super chat of 70 dollars and double d again and tmt with 250 gifted memberships all this month your leading super chatter uh gifted and gifted member double d appreciate you double d for dropping that double d in the chat all night long unbelievable this guy Uh, Where were we at? We got some more super chatters before I jump off the phone line. Let's get through those real quickly Thank you all for dropping that. Let me just check slime real quick. See if slimes in here. So slime. Yeah uh, Support the phone line. Appreciate you slime slime to the moon All right, super chatters That just came rolling in we got Zach with a, a $2 holler says do I accept a first and second pick for Jordan Addison do I accept a first and second? So a first rounder and a second for Jordan Addison. Depends where the pick is, but probably. Um, but if the pick's late, I, I guess no. So if it's if it's a, a maybe could be an early pick, I probably would. Terry Roberts says, guys, don't forget the Marsman and Moonman drafts on 820 and 821. Let's go. Thank you, Terry, for reminding me on that. I'll play that little scene real quickly. We got the Marsman and Moonman drafts. Coming up, I think this is it right here. Marsmen draft is 8.20, which is, ve- is approaching very quickly. That's seven days away, right? 8.20 at 8 p.m. And the moon Men draft is 8.21 at 9 p.m. Remember the Marsmen and Moonmen cards? There's only 12 Marsmen and there are only 12 Moonmen. And these leagues are colliding because the winner of the Marsmen league, um, or the loser, the, the, the loser total points at Week 17's end, drops into the moon man league and the winner of the moon man league infiltrates and and breaks into the mars man league they don't change cards you're a mars man for life you're a moon man for life different uh you know perks i send people throughout the year uh for having these cards and and being part of these and they're metal they're metal of being a part of this membership there's only 12 of these out there really 11 cuz I'm a Mars man so there are 11 of these cards I'm scratching them up like crazy they're metal uh and uh moon men there are uh, 12 moon men and and this is these drafts are live we're live streaming them every year being a part of this club allows you to be in a live stream draft every single year and it's going to be fun to watch one guy drop out, one guy drop in. Not out of the leagues, but to switch. And, and just you're always going to have these 24 guys in the league. They're never getting kicked out. But you're going to get demoted into the Moonman League if you're the last scoring team. So it's going to be a fun draft. Both these drafts are happening uh, on these two dates right here. Uh, this is a uh, Sunday. Let me put that on, on screen. That might be helpful. This is a Sunday. Sunday. Um, This is a Sunday, and this over here is a Monday, just to help with that. So they will be, we'll be live streaming those bad boys. Can't wait for you all to see what the Mars men and moon Men do with their draft. Let's get back to these final Super Chats, and then we're going to call it a night. So punch that thumb up button on your way out the door. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Zach, for those Super Chats. Uh, $20 holler by MB. $20 haul. MB, you still here? Sorry it took me so long to get around to this one.
2: Alert. Super chat alert.
4: $20 super chat. $20 super chat.
2: Alert. Super chat alert.
0: Thank you, MB. MB says, Smitty, I need your guidance. Pick one and rank, please. Mike, Thomas, Dotson, Tony, Zay Flowers, JSN. Very, very, so let's call it redraft. I'm going to say, give me, give me Dotson. If it's Dynasty, I might even say Dotson, but Flowers gets into this mix. I know Mike Williams or Mike Thomas. A lot of people like Mike Thomas. I, I don't, I love Tony, but I don't know that I love Tony over Dotson. I'm taking Dotson. Easy call for me. Uh, pick one, rank these. Pick, pick one and rank. Okay, yeah. So Dotson's my pick, and that's my order. Dotson. Um, ugh, JSN's tough though. If you don't need the player right away, I, mu- I actually might lean JSN in redraft. In in Dynasty, I probably lean JSN over Dotson in Dynasty. In redraft, if you need the player right away, then I probably go Dotson. And I really like him, but maybe I lean JSN if this is a midseason, because he's a midseason monster. Uh, midseason monsters, these players will play like moon men by midseason. And that means that he has every bit as much value as Dotson, JSN in some ways, but it might be midseason when that comes to fruition. So you got to be careful, and you got to, that context is important there. So M- MB, I hope that helped you, and thank you so much for your super chat. And Kerry said, Smitty, You need to make a Christian Watson animation. You are absolutely 100% correct. I, on that note, am out of here. Appreciate you all. Please subscribe if you're new. Hit that thumb up button on your way out the door. And uh, on that note, don't, uh, don't sleep on our boy... Let's go with little Kenneth Walker.
1: Kenneth Skywalker.
5: lightsaber swinging skywalker
0: feel better genius um that boy appreciate you terry roberts ethan mb mb appreciate your super chat let's send mb to the moon to the moon mb that 20 dollar holler you magnificent man was just made the rest of my night seeing that pop in appreciate you so much for helping keep the lights on you are a monster mb i'll see you all tomorrow Don't forget, we're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We're also live whenever news breaks, and we're pretty much doing the Graveyard Shift soon enough. Right now, it's kind of like, you know, almost every day, but soon enough, it'll be just Thursday through Monday. So when football, the football week begins Thursday, the Graveyard Shows begin, and they don't end until after the Monday night game when we do the, the Monday night Graveyard waiver Wire Show. know what I'm saying? Pretty easy to follow along. I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you, Mod Crew, Sick Nasty, Travis Rowe, Uh, Blackbeard. Blackbeard says, appreciate you, Smitty. Later, everyone, hit that like button on your way out the door. This, This is an understated, not talked about enough moderator of mine, Blackbeard. He is an absolute gem, as is Travis. Terry Roberts, Terry Roberts, thank you for moderating. Terry Roberts, Travis Rowe, Sick Nasty, Blackbeard. This is this is the best mod crew in the world. Uh, I don't. I say a lot about Terry Roberts, so he knows I've got his back. But I don't say enough about Blackbeard, and I should. So let me let me go ahead and do this. This man, Blackbeard. Okay, appreciate him. Appreciate him greatly. Mod squad to the moon. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate you. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Sick Nasty. Thank you, everybody. See you all tomorrow.
4: Get braced.